Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Just dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Uh, It is the holiday season, and apparently we are still here. Uh, It is now at this time. uh, We start our show at 7 o'clock Eastern Time every single night. We do it all seven nights per week. We are always here live during the holiday season as well. But some people were thinking that maybe we wouldn't be here tonight because the world would end. Considering that right now... I think now, you have your days mixed up. I don't think so. Right now, it is the 21st in Universal Time Coordinated. In, in UTC, sure, but... Exactly. So right now, over in England, it is tomorrow. Well, I thought that the end of the world was supposed to come prior, like a solar flare... Right. And so it would be like maybe just really sunny out. And so it would actually be not, you know, not necessarily based on time zone because it would be the rays of the sun that would fry you. <laughs> well, there's been all kinds of predictions. And that way everybody gets to experience the end of the world at the same time. According, to, their world, according to an Australian uh, news article that the, apparently the world is supposed to end at 10 p.m. Australian time or 10, I think 10, 11 to be exact. Oh, OK. From what I understand. So. We're not quite there yet, but some were suggesting the world was going to end on Friday, so I figured maybe there was a chance it was going to end at uh, midnight Universal time. Is that according to the Mayan calendar that it's the Australian time? I have Australian no idea. I really, I don't know. <laughs> I just In fact, some people, some people who claim to know things about the Mayan calendar claim that <laughs> the 21st is not actually, in point of fact, the day on which the Mayan calendar ends anyway. That it has already ended like sometime this summer. So I don't know. I don't really know what the truth is about the Mayan it calendar. It doesn't take into account leap years, supposedly. Something like that. I think it does, actually. Yeah. But so I don't know. My I mean, favorite I... claim about the Mayan calendar is that it looks like the surface of an Oreo. You've actually examined <laughs> the Mayan calendar? Oh, they have pictures of it online. Like, there's comparison graphics that I I go around that show the Mayan calendar next to an Oreo. And they they got the very, ridges on the They look side very similar. Well, the, there's a whole like design and pattern to it that looks very similar. By the way, it is Ian here with you tonight. And Johnson. And, uh, of course, open phones as always, 855-450-FREE. Uh, you know, maybe we can talk about this uh, Mayan thing, although I know Daryl, who's going to be with us tomorrow night, wanted to do an End of the World special uh, <laughs> tomorrow. But, of course, by the time we start our show tomorrow at 7 o'clock at night Eastern Time, Universal Time, it will be right. midnight the 22nd. Right. So, like, it would also be late in the day on the 21st, so you know the world would already be in a fiery mess. Exactly. I mean, so this could, in theory, be our last right. show. In theory. <laughs> I'm not so, sure whose theory, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it might be a former there. host. A bunch of people are freaking out about uh, this. In fact, apparently school districts have canceled class tomorrow due to doomsday talk. According to WWJ out of CBS Detroit, thousands of students will have an extra long holiday break after school administrators in at least three Michigan counties decided to cancel classes because of talks surrounding the shootings in Newtown as well as rumors connected to the Mayan calendar predicting the end of the world. Oh, my God. Five districts. Really? Are they going there? Five districts in Lapeer County and 20 districts in Genesee, Genesee County posted announcements Wednesday evening canceling classes both Thursday and Friday. Thursday afternoon, Monroe Public Schools announced they were also canceling school on Friday. They say, quote, given the recent events in Connecticut, there have been numerous rumors circulating in, circulating in our district and in neighboring districts about potential threats of violence against students. Additionally, rumors connected to the Mayan calendar predicted the end of the world on Friday have also surfaced. <laughs> As though that's reason to cancel class. Uh, but whatever. 
Who really wants to go there to There are rumors that there's going to be violence against students. By God. <laughs> These rumors of violence have been thoroughly investigated and determined to be false. There have been no credible threats made against any of our students. However, these rumors have been a serious distraction for our students, teachers, administrators, and parents. Therefore, given the significant disruption to the teaching and learning process, I have decided, along with my fellow superintendents of Lapeer County, to cancel school for both Thursday and Friday. There the will be violent acts committed against students such as earthquakes, hellfire, brimstone, <laughs> plague of frogs. So... Basically, he's just admitting, I think, that a bunch of people probably aren't going to come to school anyway due to the end of the world fears and or just using that as an excuse to slack off. That's what I think. I mean, do you think? I don't know. I'm trying to imagine going back to my like high school days or whatever and imagine would would a bunch of kids skip school and have like an end of the world day? Of course. Skip day. I totally feel like I would do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and who knows? Maybe this guy really is. I mean, for him to even reference the Mayan calendar as a reason to cancel classes, maybe because he's preparing himself. Maybe, (laughs) maybe this guy just wants to go and uh, check all his supplies and make sure the underground bunker is. Do you think that guy's really behind on grading papers? (laughs) Well, it was the administrator who uh, who made this decision. Uh, all after-school extracurricular events, programs, and athletic contests and practices have also been canceled. His letter concluded by saying that although administrators are reluctant to cancel school because of the rumors are unsubstantiated, they felt it was the most appropriate decision given the gravity of recent events and our present circumstances. Thursday afternoon, Monroe Public Schools announced they were canceling school for Friday due to unsubstantiated rumors. School officials in a statement said the anxiety and disruptions to the learning led uh, the learning led to cons- concerns of significantly decreased school attendance, which led to the decision to close early for the break. In other districts, extra police officers will be patrolling near the schools. It's funny. You'd think a creative teacher could work the end of the world, you know, something into their lesson plans. Like, today in science class, we're going to be studying the, uh, you know, the composition of meteorites. You know, like, Good time to talk about solar flares, apparently. Us, you know, or solar flares. I mean, science, real easy. But, I mean, you could even work it into a history class. You could say, like, this is the history of claims of the end of the world. Sure. That would be a long know? class, too. You know, I mean, like, how long has this been going on? It, you know. Ever since humans have been able to communicate, they've probably right. been predicting the end of the world. <laughs> And, of course, we know that uh, the Harold Camping family radio group or whatever was predicting it uh, earlier this year. I think it was late last year, and then they changed it to early this year, I think it was. And, of course, that didn't pan out. Yeah, I, uh, I you know, on, on end of the world news, just this is probably like a, a total side note, but there, there's a site, and it's been discussed on Free Talk Lab before. There's a dating site out there, OkCupid. Okay yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I got it's, a, it's a free site. It's actually it's pretty a free decent. site. It's a free site. I'm admitting I'm on it. I've been I've been on it in the past. And um, they sent out an email to their users about the end of the world. And I think <laughs> that they pulled they pulled an image from the internet. I'm pretty sure, but it shows uh, a meteorite crashing into the planet. Right. Mm-hmm. It's for the end of the world. Totally, that makes sense. Totally appropriate image. However. And this, I, I don't think whoever sent this email was really thinking about, you know, half of the audience of OKCupid, okay, but the meteorite has Obama's face on it, and it's crashing to the earth with bits of the Constitution and the Statue of Liberty flying oh, wow. everywhere. Yeah, that's going to upset some people. Yeah, I really think it is. And I, I, I was just like, I noticed it. I, I looked at the email, and then I scrolled back up. And I'm like, wait a minute. Does that meteorite have Obama's face on it? What does that mean? <laughs> and then I considered the meaning of the thing, and then I realized they must have just pulled this image from some forum or from somewhere online and not thought about the ramifications of the politics behind the image. 
<laughs> How could they not think about that? I mean, it, I don't know. If they I did it intentionally, I think it's great. And it's funny because I have talked to the um, the upper management at OKCupid okay in the past because mm-hmm. I actually got upset with them in the past because they did this badge thing where they were basically, if you were a libertarian on OKCupid, okay they were labeling, labeling you as a Republican. Oh, yeah. There was a whole thing where they were going and they were you know putting little elephants and donkeys on people's Ew. profiles. Yeah, and I was really disgusted by it. And I talked to them and they admitted, they're like, well, actually, most of the management here are libertarians. And so like, you What's know, we don't that? feel that. So I'm like, well, why would you do this? And it was a long, drawn-out discussion, which eventually ended with me. I left the site for a time until they removed yeah. the badges. So they're no longer there at all. They're no longer there at all. Um, it took them a long time, though, to remove mm-hmm. them. But um, it, it, it just it's interesting to me, you know. And, and I wonder, is it possible that, one, you know, that they've come around, that they've become more libertarian as time has gone on? You know, this was a long time ago that yeah. I had that argument with them, and a lot has happened that could absolutely make somebody who's leaning libertarian a lot more so. Sure, I mean anybody who's pay paying attention. attention. Yeah, I mean, exactly. if, you know, you see George Bush does one thing, says one thing, does another. Barack Obama says one thing, does another. Uh, so, hopefully, people will get a clue. I kind of wonder. Maybe they did it intentionally. Who knows? Eight five five four fifty free. Uh, there's more end of the world news plus video games targeted uh, in this. Well, what might be a crackdown after the Connecticut shooting? Eight five five four fifty free. Once again, video game violence is being blamed for it. It's free talk live. Are you a fan of beer, liberty, and good conversation? Do you support freedom, peace, and voluntary interaction? Are you looking to meet others who think like you? Don't wait for your move to the Free State Project to get started when you can do something about it today. This is Amanda Mill, encouraging you to set up a Liberty on the Rocks network near you to begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of these airwaves and do it toll-free at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Speaking of SACL CAI, they have a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful, and they record every call they make. So you know that your business is being handled as efficiently as possible. They've got the best equipment money can buy, and they'll get the job done in a way that will make sure your customer sticks around afterwards because you don't want to lose your customers. You just want them to pay up. Uh, Go to SACL CAI through their banner on our website. It's right there at the top of the banner column. Just drop on by freetalklive.com. Look for the SACL CAI banner. Uh, With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Johnson. All right, so we'll continue here and take your calls about anything you want. And still to come, uh, more end-of-the-world nonsense. Uh, But first, we've got video game news as well, where violent video games under attack by various different groups uh, regarding the school shooting recently in Connecticut. But first, let's talk to Stephen, listening in North Dakota. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Stephen. Howdy. Uh, I'm going through a funny spot here. I hope you can hear me pretty well. Sounds fine. Go ahead. Okay, fantastic. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Julia was on there, and uh, she said, oh, she was saying how, well, one of the arguments that libertarians uh, think that you shouldn't talk about is the roads. The way she worded it was kind of funny. Because it's not that, and I mean, 
I'm like you guys. I'm a little bit uncomfortable with the word libertarian, but kind of like we we know what each other means when we say it. So, um, so anyway, but the way she worded it made it seem like we don't want to talk about the rose, but in fact, I think it's uh it's just such an old thing to talk about. It's like, come on, man, uh, you know the the rose. That's such an easy easy one to handle, and um, the. Uh, what I wanted to say was that I drive on private roads a lot for my job. Okay. And um, I was following behind, this was a couple of years ago, but I was following behind a truck and it had a forklift on the back of it. And um, the forklift fell off. Oh, good. And it gouged up the road pretty badly. So, uh, and I went and did my business and it took about an hour. And when I came back, there was already a road crew patching up this road. Wow. Wow. Now, yeah, where are these roads that are private? Uh, You're in North Dakota, so where where are they at? Well, this was actually in uh, Colorado, where I'm working right now here in North Dakota, not so much. Uh, In Colorado, in the, uh, you know, they call the oil patch or the oil fields out there, uh, there's a lot of private roads that are built by Exxon or Chevron or whomever to get their product to market. Uh, Interesting. So, so yep. So that that's what that is. And, and you know, if you compare and contrast that with when I was a kid uh, in our neighborhood, we lived out in the county, and we had a really bad pothole. And uh, people called about it and called about it. And months went by. Mm. My dad and his brother and his brother-in-law went out there and they patched it. And then the county people came out about a week later and went knocking on doors demanding to know who did this illegal patch job and assured them that they would be fined, you know, 50 <laughs> bucks or something like that. Yeah, they don't like being showed up. Right, and, and then they ripped that, my dad patch out of the ground and put their own patch in, you know, even though his was perfectly fine. Wow, Well, there Ridiculous. is a difference if, if you're talking about, like, the QPR patch that you get at the, um, you know, like uh, uh, your big box repair you know home repair store or whatever that that stuff is not rated for this in the same way that you know a regular road road is it's different it's different material right well they had been in the construction industry pretty much all their lives so whatever they used i'm sure it was adequate it was the exact same stuff as the regular road road stuff. right yeah yeah so i just wanted to kind of throw that out there it's just that the roads i mean come on like mark edge says you know it doesn't take a government to uh, or a coercive monopoly to put asphalt on the ground, you know, a the yellow stripe down the middle of it. Yeah, it's certainly not rocket science. I thank right. you for uh, sharing that story tonight. I appreciate your call tonight, Stephen. 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Uh, it, but it is an important issue for a lot of people. I mean, when people come across the ideas of freedom uh, for the first time, one of the questions that tends to come up First is what about the roads? Yeah. I mean, people have have grown to expect that the government does certain things and depend on them to do certain things, and it's hard for for people who are not of the paradigm that we're discussing here to really take themselves out of the box that they're in and try to envision. Well, how could it work otherwise? I think the best the best example I always like to use when it comes to the roads is uh, Vacation Land, Florida. I think that's the name of the place. Is Vacation Land, Florida, Disney World? Is, you mean? Yes, that's right. Yeah, but it's the whole town. Right, they took the roads for the whole like the whole city, that whole area, 
And those roads, I mean, if you've ever been to Disney, you know those they're nice. roads. They're flawless. They're well signaged I as mean, well. Not only the signs, like the signs beautiful, like wood carved signs. The roads themselves are not even like a standard color in some places. They're like kind of well decorated and have cobblestones and just crazy features in the roads that are just not, you don't find them anywhere else. And they're all in absolutely perfect condition almost all of the time. It's true, although the probably the, the reaction response to that would be, well, that's Disney. I mean, they've got a bunch of money, Johnson. Well, why do they have a bunch of money? Well, they take care of their customers, but they are a monster kind but of megalithic You mean they don't tax their customers? They don't, they, don't ta- they don't take the money from the customers? The no, customers it's all done voluntarily. Willingly? But what about a small neighborhood? I mean, would they be able to afford such nice roads? Well, do the people want to go to the neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the thing is, roads aren't really that expensive, right? I mean, as Stephen was pointing out, it's just right. asphalt. Right. Uh, and what we don't know is how also, cheap Also, the labor could isn't be. that ex- expensive either, unless, of course, you're paying someone $50 an hour to sit there all day right. for several days before they actually do any work. And if you're paying five times as many people as you otherwise would need to actually do road paving, because frequently you've always got like... Hey, you two- can't pick up that shovel. Right, you got you're two, not a union guy. You got you're two not, guys signed up. standing around watching, <laughs> and then two guys working. So right. typically, that's how you know the government works. So it's, yeah, it's absolutely, especially in the Massachusetts and the New York area. It's like it's absolutely unreal to drive by these road crews mm-hmm. and see like. 20, 30 guys standing around just doing nothing, mm. nothing at all, and it's like what what. I don't understand what's going on. That why, must be a nice there? job. I mean, it really, I mean, I get it. You, you know, you are out in the cold sometimes probably, yeah. but otherwise to get paid to stand around, I'm sure a lot of people want that kind of work. And I think some of them are getting paid like 40, 40 some odd dollars oh, an I believe hour, $40, that. $50 an hour. I mean, it's really like good pay. I mean, so, I don't, maybe somebody will call in and argue with that, but. So yeah, what would roads be as far as their price? How, how expensive would it be to build a road if it was actually open to market competition? If the only road builders out there were market-based instead of government? Uh, based and, and you know there are some pri- obviously private people that can do roads there are private roads as our caller was was pointing out there but if there weren't government roads we'd have more competition in the area of road building and therefore prices would come down and there's another factor which isn't really coming into play today and that is the innovation you know what kind of innovative road tops would we have because okay, right now we've got kind of the right. classic black top uh, but what else could we have? What what sort of uh, formulations of that blacktop could be possible? What about that we don't a partnership about? with the trucking companies themselves? Sure, or uh, or you know Michigan or Michelin Tire. You know sure. maybe they could sponsor a road. Eight five five four fifty three. I think when people think about private roads, they immediately go to the idea of toll roads. But I think that tolls are old tech. I mean, right. we can do something way better than that, like advertiser-supported, sponsored roads, etc. 855-453. You share your thoughts. It's Free Talk Live. Puke in the Gang, the podcast for grumpy young men, brings you issues. We are talking about raping babies. I love Nazis. Beast Jesus. News. New York shuts down vibrator giveaway. Here's a fun story out of uh, Spain. El Correo. No, wait, that's a newspaper. Personal stories. I kicked a windshield once because I was angry. I just got annoyed and I wanted to die. I know all the words to get jiggy with it. I have a horribly tiny penis. Responsible journalism. I'm drinking all liquor. When we do the show, we're generally drunk. Puke in the Gang and cake. Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight, 855-453. SACL CAI toll-free line, that number brought to you by SACL CAI, where you can get your collections done with respect. 
And Bitcoins, you need to know about them. They're online, they're peer-to-peer, open source, and they are the most valuable currency in the world today. It's an incredible success story. I mean, Bitcoins have risen from just being a a neat idea that was something that some geeks online put together. And a lot of people were critical of it. I didn't get it for a while. It took me a while to really kind of grasp why Bitcoins were important and why they were valuable. But I get it now. And you should probably get it, too, before they become even more expensive. They're over $13 a piece right now. And that's up from where they started, which was, you know, less than a cent each a couple of years ago. And it seems like they continue to go up. I mean, it yeah, they could go up up a bit, down a bit, up a bit. But overall, it seems like they're just going up. Uh, that could change. You know, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. But right now, they uh, whatever their price is, people value these things because they allow you to send money instantly all across the world. To anyone else with internet access, basically. Anybody else with a Bitcoin account, and anybody can have their own Bitcoin uh, wallet, you can send them uh, your Bitcoins, and then they can take those Bitcoins, and they can send them to someone else, they can buy things with them, they can turn them into cash, whatever they want to do. I would say, especially if they're thinking about checking out the upcoming uh, Liberty Forum or uh, Porkfest, great time to get them is right before you go to the event. You can you know, do some transactions. I bet you there will Test be a out. number of people selling uh, things at the Liberty Forum. I know that the Porcupine Freedom Festival was the biggest Bitcoin event thus far last year, or this year rather. Uh, it was the biggest ever, uh, and I'm, I'm sure that, you know, there will be something that tops it. But. I have a great story, too, about that because uh, I bought 100, you know, Federal Reserve note dollars worth of um, worth of Bitcoin at the pork fest what did they cost then like nine bucks a piece or ten bucks six, six. <laughs> were that cheap then jeez so yeah so they've more than doubled right yeah and uh so over that time over that time period uh you know i had bought certain amounts of food i think i bought you know over the course of the entire pork fest i bought probably forty dollars worth of food something like that you know mm-hmm. every you know buying food every day from like mandrick and a couple other people and um so after Porkfest, the value of the Bitcoin has gone up so much that it was essentially like, eh, well, you know, if if I had, you know, been making those purchases in Federal Reserve notes, then everything now, because I had it in Bitcoin, was free. Mm. Because the value of the Bitcoin has gone up so much that if I were to sell them now, it would be worth more than $100 that I put in. They're so, wonderful. You really yeah. should go and learn more about them. Bitcoin.freetalklive.com. That's where you can find our Bitcoin tip jar, as well as links to websites that will help you learn more about the Bitcoin, as well as help you get some Bitcoins. It's, you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve. I mean, you yeah. need, this, is, this is a way for you to take your money and have, it, have total control over it. And with control comes responsibility. So you need to be responsible for your own security, for instance. You know, there's no bank well, that's taking Bitcoins it, You know, yet. the whole thing about Bitcoin is it's designed to be more in, in metaphor, more in metaphor, uh, like gold and silver. It's meant to be more like a physical coin. That's how the currency was designed, to be like a coin. If you move it around, unlike with a, a digital transaction of based on federal reserve notes where you can you know oh it's credit card i'm going to reverse this transaction or whatever no this is like you know handing someone deal. coins yeah. you know when when it's gone it's gone you're not getting it back um you know 
So when things move around, when transactions move around, they're really moving around. Even though it's digital currency, it's not like you know something that can be controlled. So you have to think of it more like gold and silver, mm-hmm. and and you know also like gold and silver that these things can go up and down in value. It's not like you know. Well, I mean, although the the it's not like the 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 regular dollar in that the regular dollar can um, go you know can go up and down in purchasing power. It's not really necessarily as much going up and down in value. It's, at least here in the United States. Go check it out at bitcoin.freetalklive.com. Video games are under attack yet again. The story coming from Reuters. We got another one from CBS News. The multi-billion dollars, the Reuters one, the multi-billion dollar video game industry came under scrutiny Wednesday after Hollywood canceled, postponed, or played down a slew of movies and TV shows with violent content. In the wake of last week's shooting at a Connecticut elementary school in Washington, Senator John Rockefeller called for a national study of the impact of violent video games on children and a review of the rating system. Although investigators in Newtown, Connecticut have given no motive for Friday's shooting rampage, some U.S. media have reported the 20-year-old gunman played popular video game Call of Duty. This article is out of date. This article was just written... Yesterday. Well, it's out of date because today they've already released a possible motive. And? And the possible motive was that apparently his mother might have been in proceedings to have him committed. Hmm. And that supposedly he may have freaked out because she was trying to have him committed. Why would he then go to the school and blast away 20 ch- children? So, so I guess supposedly she worked there. And maybe six there was a child psychologist there. You know, who knows? But the whole she, story he is bizarre her anyway. House. But they, give, like, they gave that as the possible motive is that he was going to be committed and that's what set him off. But he killed her first. Well, she was the one who was going to have him committed. Right. So why keep going? I, I get what you're saying about the motive. No, I agree with you I get entirely. what you're saying about the motive for killing right. the mom. right. But why take the time at that point to then go to the school and uh, commit a massacre? I have no idea. I mean, it's he's obviously insane. So you that, know, that we can explain said, anything by saying he's crazy. What I get, <laughs> right? But what you've said, Johnson, does not uh, in any way negate what they're claiming here in this article. They're right. claiming no, that no, if not. it weren't for Call of Duty, he wouldn't have known what to do. Right? You know, like the Call of Duty is somehow going to train you for <laughs> actually shooting real human beings because that's what they want to believe that that Call of Duty trains you for that. Because isn't that the whole point to desensitize people to violence so that they'll be more likely to join the military? Certainly, the military has its own video game that they uh, they put out there. I don't know if they're still promoting it, but I'm sure, it's, it's a little older now. It's pretty America's, old now. America's Army. Yeah, it was, what was that back in probably about a decade ago that they put that thing out? But uh, yeah, <laughs> that was back when we were playing Soldier of Fortune and making maps of radio stations. That's right. <laughs> the military uh, does put advertising in video games these days, from what I understand. So certainly, the military does consider people playing video games to be prospects but i don't think that the military realistically believes that these video games are in any way a training ground for real killing to for anyone to believe that a video game has any likeness whatsoever to the to you know really pulling a trigger on a real firearm is someone who has either not fired a real firearm or not played a video game or both. Right. And, and the funny thing is, is this argument is just getting really, really stupid at this point. The average gamer is 35 years old. 
Is that true? Yeah. Average? Yeah, the average gamer is now 35 years old. They're in their mid-30s. It's interesting. It's been getting higher and higher. I mean, we're going to get to the point of where the average gamer is 50. 60. <laughs> 50 or 60. Uh, the guns. I'm going to go on a killing <laughs> rampage because I've been playing video games for 40 years and suddenly I need to kill things. Yeah, can you imagine a couple of grandpas talking about fragging? <laughs> The gunman, uh, Adam Lanza. I think Lanza, that term is out of date, too. I have not it heard probably it. is. I don't know. <laughs> I'm out of date as far as video games are concerned. But uh, So they did claim here that he was playing Call of Duty, and apparently, of all places, he played it in his basement at his mom's house. <laughs> uh, the gunman, Adam Lanza, killed himself at the scene after gunning down 20 young children, six school employees, and his mother, Rockefeller, said he'd been long concerned about the impact of violent video games and videos on children. Major corporations, he said, including the video game industry, make billions on marketing and selling violent content to children. They have a responsibility to protect our children. The Entertainment Software Association, which represents $78 billion U.S. video game industry. Did it, by the way, didn't the video game industry surpass uh, the motion pictures uh, oh, a while long ago. time ago, like oh, a few like years a long back? a time ago. I mean, I think Grand Theft Auto 4 was like one of the biggest properties ever. To be put into, uh, you know, I believe history. The Entertainment Software Association offered its heartfelt prayers and condolences to the Newtown families, but said in a statement that the search for meaningful solutions must consider the broad range of actual factors that may have contributed to the tragedy. Any such study needs to include the years of extensive research that has shown no connection between entertainment and real life violence, said the association. 855-450-FREE. Do you think that there is some kind of connection between video game violence and the real thing? It's Free Talk Live. Share your thoughts. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll-free number here tonight for you, 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line, one 855 Four five zero three seven three three. You can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com if you enjoy this program and you'd like to help support Free Talk Live. You can join the AMP program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is very simple. You send in five bucks a month. We take that in and invest it into Free Talk Live, getting on more radio stations around the country, bringing more internet listeners on board, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. Now, maybe you don't have five bucks a month, but the budget's too tight. You just can't afford that. There are other ways to help out the show, and one of them is by calling your local talk radio station. Maybe you don't get Free Talk Live on the air locally. Uh, you know, we've got over 100 stations coast to coast, but still, you know, that still leaves about 500 more stations that we could possibly be on. I think, I think Limbaugh is on like 600 stations, so we could have hundreds more. And if you contact your local station, if they don't air Free Talk Live and ask real nicely, you might just get it. You never know. It is the end of the year. It's a good time. The program directors all across the country are considering new options. A lot of who, times. Who else has dropped out of the radio industry lately? You saw that coming, did you? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Dr. Joy Brown just got fired today. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, so she's, she's I don't know, maybe she'll come back. Like uh, Michael Savage and Laura Ingram recently quit their jobs right. within the last couple of few months. And uh, Savage popped back up in a different time slot, a later time slot. And Savage came back with a like a, a bigger syndicate. So he actually kind of moved up a little bit. Uh, Laura Ingram came back with a smaller syndicate. So she's kind of moved down a little bit. Um, and she's not even going back on the air until January. So a bunch of stations are looking at changes due to Laura Ingram going away. And now with the news about Dr. Joy Brown, who's one of the kind of the on-air psychologist kind of shows, uh, she has just been fired by uh, her network today. So mm. uh, so I'll be calling her stations tomorrow morning. Nice. Uh, but yeah, you can call your local talk stations as well and ask for Free Talk Live, and that would be very helpful to us. And if you're already getting Free Talk Live on your local talk station, you can always call and thank them. And if you're not getting all 21 hours per week, you can ask for a little bit more. Uh, so 855-450-FREE, that's our toll-free number here tonight. Let's go to the phones and you and your thoughts, and then we'll continue here with the video game violence. So, of course, the usual suspects are out again saying that it's all the video games. We can't have these violent video games are turning kids into real-life killers. <laughs> but is it true? Let's go first to Dave. He's listening in Mount Jackson, Virginia, to WSVG. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. How are you tonight? Great. What's on your mind? Hey, I just saw Pete Williams on a clip on Facebook. Pete who? I'm sorry. Can you back off your phone for like just about half an inch? You're a little bit distorted. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Is that better? Yes. All right. I just heard Pete Williams on NBC News state that the children who were killed in Newtown were not killed with the Bushmaster. They were killed with four handguns. Hmm. Okay. Well, supposedly the, kid, and, the guy but, had, had three three weapons, well, didn't he? It's just, it's just ironic since they've been blaming the Bushmaster for a week now. Right. <laughs> well. So I just, I just thought it would be interesting if you guys could find the clip and play it for everybody. Oh, man. What, we don't have any producers. Thought? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Sorry, guys. And, any clip finding we would do would have to be done during the break, and normally we're... Right. We're doing other things, but you know, I believe you. I mean, I'm going to take your word for it, and you know, no, and, and you know, actually, what you're saying it makes total sense too, because a lot of the stories specifically say, especially the eyewitness reports, say that the the guy you know killed with a pistol that Adam Lanza you know was killing with a pistol by shooting kids point blank. Right. So there well, wasn't any, and then, you know, it's funny because I see a lot of the conspiracy articles going, "How did he shoot so well? How did he aim so well?" Well, because he was. There was no distance between the gun yeah. and, you know, like, he wasn't actually aiming. He didn't know well, how to, need to want, know how to use a firearm. I just want to let Jim Jones know that he's great for having you guys on. I was on air before you guys for a little while oh, on the cool. station. And uh, Jim's a great manager. He loves having you guys on. Yeah, Jim is the uh, the owner-manager of uh, WSVG and its sister station in uh, in Woodstock. Thank you, Dave, for your call tonight. Yep. Appreciate hearing from yep. you. Eight, yep, 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. And that's one of the, the few in the proud uh, Free Talk Live affiliates that airs us all seven nights a week awesome. live, which is great. And we've been on there for a number of years now, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so 855-450-FREE. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take his word for it that, uh, you know, he wasn't using the Bushmaster. But either way, uh, I had somebody – we were driving up to Concord today, mm-hmm. me and some of the other activists. And one of them was talking about, well, if you want to get a – you know, an, if you want to get a rifle, now is the time to do it, a semi-automatic rifle. Yeah. Uh, because they are selling like hotcakes. He called a couple of the local gun stores, and they're all sold out. Right. And apparently uh, that's something that people are seeing across the country where – 
you know, the Bushmaster, the AR-15s, these right. things are selling like hotcakes. And, of course, there's a lot of fear that the assault weapons ban is going to come back. I heard news today that they're planning on reintroducing it early in 2013. Right. So everybody is stocking up now. Get your, uh, you know, get your magazines or clips. Are they called magazines or clips? I always forget which one. It's magazine. Is it magazine? Uh, get get them now because they may once again try to reban uh, magazines with more than ten rounds. I, I, uh, nah. <laughs> I would just embarrass myself if I start talking about it. What I say? I think that the clip is the actual like if you know it's like a grouping of, of bullets that goes in the magazine. Maybe you know, and then the magazine is what actually goes in the gun. Somebody but is going probably, to probably somebody's going to send a message. That, you know, <laughs> somebody, somebody will post it to our Facebook. We'll we'll find out here within moments. You know, uh, I, I've shot weapons several times. Me too. I don't you know I, I don't know very you know nearly enough about them. You know, just that's why I like the AK forty seven because you don't have to really know that much about <laughs> weapons. Da kamrad, <laughs> My favorite video is the one where uh, the AK forty seven is just torture tested <laughs> where they take it and they throw it in a pool of mud they then run over it with like a, a jeep or something like that and they just do whatever they can do to just torture this thing and they pick it up and fire it if you were to do that nice. with uh with a precision firearm <laughs> right. you would jam it would jam i mean there would be no chance you can't put a m16 in a pool of mud and then have it run over and then have it fire Right. It just doesn't work like that. But the AK, it was uh, designed with tolerance for that. So, uh, you know, that way any fool can uh, literally just, you know, pick it up and, and start firing it. It's one of the way, one of the reasons why it's the world's most popular uh, weapon. I, you know, They're I'm, reliable of, the, as I'm hell. of the mindset that if I, you know, when, when I don't, you know, I, I probably shouldn't be admitting this on air, but I don't own a firearm yet. Oh, okay. Um, and uh apparently you should remedy that soon but yeah apparently but uh, i've always been of the of the notion i'm not really much of a hunter but i've always thought you know in terms of home defense that i like the idea of just a you know a shotgun what will you do in the zombie apocalypse <laughs> right <laughs> 855-450-FREE. Katana. Sakel CAI toll-free line. <laughs> you can bring up anything that you want here. Uh, the violent video games are back in the news, and it's probably only a matter of time before Jack Thompson springs his ugly head oh, up <laughs> and starts uh, making some... I forgot make, about him. Yeah, making some noise about this. I'm surprised he hasn't been interviewed in this article yet. Uh, the story is coming from Reuters, where... I, I, I just I want to plug Free Talk Live itself right now. Go ahead. Go back... Go back to to our guests and interviews page. Yep. Guests.freetalklive.com. Listen to the interview. There's two of them, aren't there? Two? With Jack Thompson? Yeah. Was uh, I think we only did one. I thought we got him to come on. He hung up and freaked out. And then he actually came back later. Yeah, he did hang up on us, didn't he? Yeah. I don't even know. It's, <laughs> whatever we have is there at guests.freetalklive.com. Oh, it's great, though. It's great quality content if you want to listen to some some discussion about video game panning. Let's go to Dominic. He's listening in Fort Myers, Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Dominic. Hey, you guys. Good hey. evening. Uh, excellent show. I just tuned in, and Thank you're already you. talking about guns, which is always fun. What's on um, your mind? I mean, for, well, first off, I uh, just want to say thanks for converting me from a, a gun to or not a gun toting, but a, uh, a crazy neocon, kill them all, and let God sort them out type. Um, you guys were a big part in that. Just wanted to say thank you. Oh, well, you um, did it yourself, but, but uh, we appreciate being a part well, of it. Certainly, you know, lead a horse to water, drinking, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, what I wanted to call about was, you know, if the uh, the whole Mayan apocalypse thing does happen tomorrow and there are no zombies involved, I'll be extremely disappointed. Because, <laughs> good point. You know, the Do you think the Mayans predicted that? 
the rise of the well, dead? Uh, they, they may have. They were really big in human sacrifice, um, so it, it's possible. Um, I don't know how much feelings they had with the undead, but, um, you know, it, perhaps. Uh, but I'm not too big <laughs> I think it'd be really cool if there were zombies. Yeah, that's and, an uh, interesting... Maybe uh, it will be the Mayans themselves that return. Oh, wow. that, that would they be didn't an... protect their own demise, but yeah. maybe that's why they didn't protect their own demise, is because they're not actually gone yet. I have to say, Dominic, that is, uh, that's an interesting twist. I, you know, I've looked at all this, uh, a lot of this apocalypse news, and not one of the, these articles has mentioned zombies. <laughs> they're going to come back from the grave well, as bones. Indeed. Then they'd be disease-resistant this time around. That would help them um, much better than their first time. Um, but, you know, a couple uh, couple weeks ago, the other thing I wanted to say was, uh, you know, Mark had kind of made a comment about the 22 being like the killing the ground Riz. All right, and, hang uh, on a second. Yeah, we'll bring you back here with that other comment in a moment. You're being drowned out by the heavy metal. 855-450-FREE. <laughs> That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We've got two hours left in this show as long as the world holds out because it is technically the 21st in universal coordinated time. 855-450-FREE, SACL-CAI toll-free line. You take control. Hour two's next. Bring up what you want. Under the mistletoe this year, there's only one thing you should be slipping into your lover's mouth. Stateless sweets, delicious, handmade, all-natural candy. The holidays are going to be full of empty calories this year, so make your calories count with the very best handcrafted confections. Chocolate-covered pistachio brittle, salted honey caramels, English toffee, and the best fudge you've ever tasted. You need this for your holiday parties. Go to statelesssweets.com and use coupon code FTL to save 10%. Statelesssweets.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the second hour of the program, 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. The first hour is down as far as the <laughs> 21st is concerned. It is uh, universal time coordinated, also known as universal coordinated time, also coordinated universal time. Uh, it is now 1 a.m., uh, over at that time zone, eight five five four fifty free. The Australians are predicting that the world will end at ten eleven p.m. Australian time. One of the, I think there's more than one time zone down there, but there was an Australian article suggesting that that was the time at which the world will end. We've got Dominic on the line who suggested that perhaps there will be a zombie apocalypse. Maybe it won't just be like an instantaneous uh, world ending, but uh, the, the dead could rise from their graves and begin munching. Uh, on brains, which would be an interesting way for the world to end. I think I might be feeling myself start to turn. I'm not sure. (laughs) Let's go to Dominic. He's still with us. Uh, He had some extra thoughts he wanted to share. Go ahead, sir. Hi, thank you. Um, Well, if the dead do rise again, um, then what Mark had said a couple weeks back about the 22 being an extremely effective round um, for for getting killing done is is absolutely the case, especially with zombies, um, because (laughs) it typically has plenty of energy to punch through one side of the skull, but not both. So it'll, you know, and everyone knows you have to get a headshot with zombies to be right. So it'll penetrate one side of the skull and then kind of bounce around on the inside, scrambling zombie brains, and that's a particularly effective thing. So it could also lessen the mess as well. I mean, if you uh, shoot a twenty-two round okay. into a zombie's brain, it, it'll likely stay in there, not pass out the other side. So you won't have exploded heads and uh, nasty zombie. You know, it's going to be de- nasty enough having to deal with. 
cleaning up a zombie body. You don't want to have zombie brains all over the place. You know, that would be even worse. You know, I've never seen that dealt with in any of these zombie shows. The that, like, what, no, like what happens if you, you know, only partially damage a zombie's brain? Like, like, is there, you know, can a zombie have a stroke? Is it like a zombie with like half of their body functioning or something like that? I've never, you know, I've just never seen that dealt with in a show. I find it interesting. Does it really have to destroy the whole brain? Yeah, good question. I don't know. Does the zombie heart beat, or does I it just? Think. I, I don't know. I don't I'm think not so. Sure about the zombie heart beating, um, but a, a book you could uh, read for further um, information, and I believe it would be available through shop.freetalklive.com. Would be the uh, the zombie survival guide by Max Brooks. It's an excellent resource for surviving a zombie apocalypse, and I'd highly recommend it. Cool, man. So, I don't know. Did you get out what you were, what you were holding for? <laughs> I don't even know if we, we went there. That was absolutely it. That was all. All right. Dominic, yeah, thanks for your call guys. tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. I want to give somebody a plug, actually, because okay. you know, I'm looking for, I've been looking forward to this for a while, and I'm hoping that he's going to have it at... Um, at the next Liberty Forum coming up here, um, are you aware? You know Devin Standard, right? Yes, yes, he's the gun guy. Yes, and he's been One writing. He's been writing a book on zombies. No kidding. Yeah, I didn't know that. he's been writing a book on zombies, and it, from the sounds of it, when I heard the description, I've been really looking forward to it. And I think that he hmm. will have it at this uh, Liberty Forum. He was just finishing it up, and he was you know getting it published and everything at the last Liberty Forum, so I believe that now he will have his book ready. He would be a good one to have around, too, in yeah. a zombie apocalypse. Yep. 855-450-FREE, SACL CAI toll-free line. Of course, we were talking about violent video games in the last hour. They are once again under fire in the mainstream media, where various different politicians are trotting out the old uh, canards about how, oh, let's see, violent video games fault. It's not this guy was just crazy. It's just that he was killing people in Call of Duty. And so if he hadn't played Call of Duty, he never would have had the gumption to go on a rampage and kill and <laughs> elementary schoolers. Right. Uh, the story here from Reuters, where there's some politician named uh, Rockefeller, John Rockefeller, who is a senator out of Washington, who's proposing that there needs to be yet another study uh, to see if violent video games has somehow impacted children. Of course, the it has actually. Violent video games have absolutely affected children. In what way? In the way that since the announcement of violent video or since violent video games have come out, and with each successively more violent video game, the crime rates over the past few decades, have dropped mm. exponentially. Now, of course, uh, correlation is not necessarily causation. It's very strong correlation, though. I mean, it's it's like extremely strong correlation, too. You, I mean, you can watch graphs dip as certain video games have come out, and their popularity has gone up. I mean, it's, really? it's re- Oh, yeah. There are some graphs of it that are, like, incredibly strong. What, a, what are the uh, suggestions there? I mean, are they suggesting that if someone plays Grand Theft Auto and is able to, you know, rob somebody in a video game or kill someone in, a, in, the, in the game, that that somehow takes away from the desire sure, they're able to, to act out in real life? Pent-up stress and, you know, uh, aggression that they have. You know, resulting from their alcoholic father abusing them or something. You know, I don't know. I don't know what reasons, uh, you know, these kids that that were violent before are suddenly not turning to violence as much now. But mm. it seems like that especially a lot of the minor, you know, hijinks that kids would get into in the past that would lead up to bigger, uh, bigger, more aggressive acts would be sort of 
cut off by the fact that they're just busy playing video games and they get out that, you know, they get out the little aggression mm -hmm. so they never get that craving for more aggression. You know, they don't become cops. Activision, <laughs> That's a joke, by the way. <laughs> Activision's Blizzard's latest title in its Call of Duty franchise, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, hit $1 billion in sales two weeks after its launch last month. Other popular video games, I mean, can you imagine? Movies feel, you know, the, the movie companies feel good if they make $100 million. Right. $1 billion in sales two weeks after its launch. That's huge. Yeah. Other popular video games include Microsoft's Halo 4, in which players kill aliens. The game racked up $220 million in global sales on its launch day in November. Uh, the Hobbit uh, the Hobbit movie just you know, broke records, box office records, by pulling in $85 million I, in a I, weekend. I bought Halo 4. <laughs> Mike Hickey, analyst at National Alliance Capital Markets, says backlashes against video games were not rare, but he was unaware of an instance of games being pulled off store shelves in the past. When the Columbine school shooting happened in 1999, there was a similar outcry because the two perpetrators were students who played the shooter game Doom, according to Reuters. Uh, executives at Hollywood movie studios and TV networks have mostly laid low this week as Americans seek answers to the Newtown slaughter and discuss how to prevent similar gun violence. However, content seen as sensitive has been pulled from the airwaves, including a, an episode of the sci-fi TV series Haven that contained violent scenes in a high school setting and the premiere of a TLC show next week called Best Funeral Ever. <laughs> oh my god. Discovery Channel canceled a third season of its reality series American Guns about a family of gunmakers and some radio stations have stopped playing pop star Keisha's bubbly new single Die Young to avoid any potential offense. Oy. Well, that's what I was wondering is, you know, it didn't seem like there's been much outlash again or, you know, the backlash against music. This time around, yeah. it seems like it's just guns and video games. I haven't heard anything like, ah, Marilyn Manson. Well, like, you know, back in the day, music certainly uh, was more influential. I mean, it had a bigger market music, share. It really it really does show just how much music sucks these days. <laughs> it had a bigger market share as far as young people is concerned. I mean, you look at the early 1990s and uh, music was much bigger, I think, back then than it would be today due to the, the competing media. Right. I mean, if, if young people have a limited amount of money to spend on media, are they more likely to buy the new CD from, you know, 50 Cent or more likely to buy Call of Duty? I think that it's possible that Skrillex is re reprogramming people's brains with those sounds. In a very bad way? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's making people kill people because of the, you know, the programming <laughs> with the weep noises. <laughs> it's as legitimate as uh, any of these other claims. Uh, by the way, uh, Django Unchained is coming out this weekend, and of course there will be plenty of violence in that film, as well as uh, Jack Reacher starring Tom Cruise. Uh, Parents Television Council praised the response of the entertainment industry this week, but said it shouldn't be confined to the immediate aftermath of such tragedies. Council President Tim Winter said in a statement, quote, If a television network changes its programming because of content that could be insensitive today, why would that same content be appropriate at a later time? I think we should treat the Parents Television Council exactly like we treat these mass murderers. Just stop giving them any attention. They're terrible. They are a group that is very busy with getting involved in your media buying decisions. They would prefer that you not have access to anything of an adult nature because some child could see it. Right. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. And what's wrong with kids seeing violent things in uh, movies and video games anyway? 
We can talk about that aspect of uh, this discussion as well. It's Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and 2XM channels. FTL has also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight for you. Bring up what you want, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. And enjoy the features that we have for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. And uh, those features do include the webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact. So if you'd like to see Johnson and I here in the studio, you can do that at cam.freetalklive.com. It's free, like the rest of the features on our site. Once again, that's cam. .freetalklive.com. And are you looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear? Well, manventureoutpost.com carries the name brands you want at the lowest prices. Ammunition, knives, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, optics, firearm accessories, archery, air guns, holsters, water purification, tents, apparel, and boating equipment. A lot of that stuff you'll need in the zombie apocalypse. Manventureoutpost.com. They are family-owned and members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau. They've got the lowest prices. Go see for yourself. And when you're ready, get it quick from manventureoutpost.com. That's manventureoutpost.com. As we continue here, we're talking about uh, an article over here at Reuters where they're going once again on the attack. These people like the Parents Television Council, some senator, John Rockefeller, uh, on the attack against violent video games and to a lesser extent uh, movies and music, but really focusing on violent video games because the, uh, the killer in the Connecticut shootings had allegedly played Call of Duty. Right. And that is a first-person shooter, meaning that, uh, for those that don't, don't understand games, that meaning that uh, the perspective in the game is as though you're looking through the character's eyes and you, you know, you're looking straight on into the world in which you're, you're playing. And frequently, the purpose of those games is to basically kill whatever moves. Sometimes there's, there are teammates involved. You generally don't want to kill them. Uh, but otherwise, you kill whoever it is that the game determines are your enemies. And I think it leads to a, a, a larger conversation about violence in media and the suggestion being that it's somehow a bad thing. Uh, and I think that there's a legitimate critique about American culture, and that is that American culture is generally okay with violence in media, but at the same time frightened to death of sex in media. And I think that's a, a completely legitimate critique. Well, that depends. What do you mean? Well, is Jesus in the media? It depends well, on which media you're talking if, about. If Jesus is there, then violence is okay. <laughs> Explain yourself. Well, I mean, for example, look at the uh, the what is it? The wow, I spaced the name of the movie. The Mel now. Gibson movie. No, yeah. Well, the Mel Gibson. Yeah, the the Passion of the Christ. Yeah. You look at the violence in that, and you have look, you seen it? I've only heard about how violent I've seen, it is. I've seen scenes from it. I have not watched the entire movie. I okay. really feel actually kind of like. I've heard it's like sadistically I just, I'm violent. not really interested in watching the whole Jesus story. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I've read it. You know, I've read the Bible. I've read all these things. And it, it, really watching a movie about it that's just 
despicably violent is just doesn't hold a lot of interest for me. That said, yeah, I do I've heard like it's a like lo- fetishistically violent. Yeah, like that said, I do like a lot of movies, and I don't really mind violence in movies, so I really should have watched it by now. But uh, I I have to say that there's a certain point at which I get a little uncomfortable. Like you know, movies about torture, I'm not into that. You know, I don't know. They're not that. It's from what I've seen from the scenes I've seen. Yes, it's very violent, and they've uh, they have. Um, actually cataloged like in some of these scenes like oh well this is how much does this happen how many gallons of blood were used in this scene mm-hmm. you know and it, it's bad i mean it's it's really like ridiculous but as far as gory movies go and like cringing not really i've seen a lot worse scenes in movies where i'm just like Ugh. i cringed more at the scene in robocop where the guy gets doused in toxic waste and he's like walking down the road and it's like oh that's horrifying you know, not so much with Passion of the Christ, although Passion of the Christ is way more violent. Okay, so what was the point you were making? So the point I'm making is that when it seems like Americans are totally okay, or at least Christian Americans are totally okay with violence when it's it's their god, you know, it's like a religious thing, it's their god, or I you see. know whatever. It's like oh, then it's like yeah, violence. Show mm. how much he paid for our. That's sins. a that's a good point because they are turning to uh, Tim Winter, the president of the Parents Television Council, which is nothing more than a you know we're our religion should rule. We have a particular viewpoint, and it's going right. to be shoved down your throat if but we get also, our way. But also you know also when it's you know. Oh, look, it's this episode of Cops. Look, they're beating the hell out of a, you know, a criminal we don't like. You know, like, oh, yeah, get him. Then that's then violence is acceptable right, to right. these people. Yeah, I think, you, I think you're making a good point there. Or, or if it's their, you know, Sunday football game, then violence is okay. Hockey, great. But from a larger perspective, is it bad? Is it dangerous uh, to the human psyche to be steeped in all of that violence? If you combine it with alcohol, I'd say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, you know most people who are sane uh, can understand the difference between fantasy violence and the real thing. Obviously, there are some people who are not sane, in which case I don't know if violence on TV would have an effect on those people. They may just be violent, period, because you know there's plenty of evidence that humans were violent towards one another for a very long time and still are in a lot of different ways, although I've heard that 2012 has been the most peaceful year known to man uh, worldwide you know obviously the u.s government is a problem but uh as far as other worldly conflicts are concerned uh there just hasn't been as much violence uh worldwide from what i saw from what i saw recently in in a report uh so things are maybe getting more peaceful over time uh, but the history of uh, of humans is a pretty violent one and even before movies existed people were killing each other there is a fantastic if anybody's aware of uh, ted.com ted which stands speeches. for uh yeah the ted speeches t- stands for uh, technology entertainment and design mm-hmm. uh, which is generally the topics that they talk about but essentially it's just basically they take the smartest people on the planet and uh have them discuss their areas of interest and one of them is this guy uh steven pinker well i don't necessarily agree with all of steven pinker's politics uh he has a great video uh that's titled the history of violence and he talks about how you know humanity we are at the most peaceful time in history how crime rates have gone down how also just heinous acts of violence are no more i mean if you you go back like you know several hundred years to you know certain times where i mean we had things like the iron maiden and the brazen bull where you know the iron maiden if you don't know necessarily what that is and you only know the the rock band yeah um the iron maiden was a you know basically like a a casket like device that had nails on the inside so Mm. when they close it 
you know, essentially the person is, you know, bleeding out Ugh. because the nails have pierced through all the various points in their skin and it's wow. just horribly, horribly painful. You know, I or they would just know that. Leave, leave people on a bed of nails for extended periods of time mm. until the nails finally, like, you know, go into their skin because yeah. it doesn't pierce right away, but it causes agonizing pain. You put someone on a rack, draw on cordon. There was another one where they would uh, chain someone to a, basically a, a frame, uh, like a giant ball, right? Mm-hmm. And chain them so that their arms and legs are backwards to this ball so they're they're facing out from yep. the ball and then just roll the ball Ugh. down a rocky hill oh, um geez. brazen bull was a big brass bull sculpture like literally a bull with holes in the nose um and it's made of brass and what they would do is they would put someone inside this sculpture right this big brass sculpture that had like a horn for the the nose and so what would happen is they'd light a fire under it and the fire would gradually heat up the brass bowl so what would happen is when the person inside was screaming mm. the screams would go through the horn in the bull's mouth and it, you know i don't know if you ever you know made tr- blown through like a trumpet without yeah. actually like making the you know using a reed it sounds like a bull and so mm. this person's screams would be converted into oh the music of a bull. And these are the types of things that were commonplace. Before, or long before or any sort of media that we're discussing here. Right. 855-450-FREE. Quentin Tarantino has a few thoughts on all this violent media stuff in a moment. We'll share that. It's Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. You like your friends. You like Free Talk Live. Like your friends enough to share something you like with them. Help Free Talk Live get into more ears. Podcast listeners are the most important area of growth for Free Talk Live. Please share one episode a week on Facebook. Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight for you to bring up what you want, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. And with you tonight, it's Ian. And Johnson. Don't forget, uh, on our site, we got a lot of features. We give them all away. The mobile site's one of them. Go to m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. You get quick access to our live streams. Got a broadband version, a mid-band, and a narrow-band version of the show. We've got uh, those streams available to you 24 hours every single day so you can go and enjoy them m.freetalklive.com and that's one of many features on our website and it's also thanks to great sponsors like the mortgage minute guy a mortgage for 2.5 percent yeah you can have one 2.5 percent on a 15-year fixed mortgage that's the actual rate not some kind of introductory sham it's unlikely you've ever seen a rate this low the advantage to a 15-year fixed is Far less paid in interest over time, and at 2.5%, if you refinance, you'll likely have the same payment, but pay far less in interest because you won't pay nearly as long. On a $150,000 house, your payment will be just under 1000 bucks. Go to MortgageMinuteGuide.com and fill out their three-question application or give them a call. We'll give you the number in just a moment. They do loans in all 50 states, and their loan experts can answer all of your questions. The number for Mortgage Minute Guy is 866-288-0088. Again, that's 866-288-0088, MortgageMinuteGuy.com. We're discussing the issue of violence in the media, specifically violent video games. They are being targeted yet again uh, with one senator claiming he wants to do another study. Of course, the electronics, uh, let's see, was it the electronics software 
something or other. Entertainment Software Association uh, has already done plenty of studies. They've already collected these things over time because this has been done before where uh, you know various different politicians have demanded some kind of study be done. And, of course, it ends up finding out that, no, no, violent video games are not encouraging kids to go and commit massacres. In fact, Johnson, you said that there's evidence to show the opposite, that yep. violent video games are actually preventing young people from going and committing violent crimes. And, of course, the Parents Television Council doesn't care about any of that. Uh, they would just like to keep any, th- any kind of mature uh, television content off the airwaves in the United States because they think that their view of how things should be should be everyone's view. And uh, Tim Winter is their council president. He's quoted saying, quote, if producers and performers rightly question whether their industry is complicit in creating a violent media culture that feeds off real life tragedies, why would there be a later time to produce and distribute more of it? However, uh, director Quentin Tarantino called the Newtown shootings a horrible tragedy, but in an interview with CNN on Monday, he declined to link screen violence with real-life events, saying, quote, This has gone back all the way down to Shakespeare's days. When there's violence in the street, the cry becomes, Blame the playmaker! And you know, I actually think that's a very facile argument to pin on something that's a real-life tragedy. So your thoughts are certainly welcome at 855-450-FREE. Maybe we need more. I don't think you read that Quentin Tarantino quote nearly cool enough. No, I'm well, sorry. <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing his movie, though. I the, am, too. Uh, Django Unchained, which is apparently, to some extent, a remake of an older movie. Oh, I don't know. I guess there was makes a, sense. There was an original Django Unchained, but I don't think Django in the original was a black man. So that's one of the things. There's been some changes uh, made to the film. Anyway. There's also a programming uh, platform called, called Django. Django. Yeah. Should be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Of course, you're welcome to share your thoughts at 855-450-FREE. And the overall conversation about violence uh, in the media, there's a lot of it. And the good news is you're not forced to watch. If you're not into it, there's plenty of media out there that you can uh, enjoy that is in no way, shape, or form violent. There's lots of comedy movies out there that don't involve more than slapstick, uh, you know, kind of violence or none whatsoever. Plenty of kids' films that you know the conflict is very nonviolent. Uh, so, you know, to, to say that, that people should somehow be prevented from doing these things is ridiculous. And even if something outrageous, like some legislation were to come down that were to ban violent video games, all it would do is drive it underground. It would just make violent games part of the black market. And then you would end up probably having even more violent, even more sick, fetishistic, disturbed, twisted games. Speaking of sick sick and disturbed and twisted i saw a great commentary today by uh maddox i don't know if you know he's a blogger right yeah he's a blogger he does like the best page in the universe on that or something um very funny he and he does uh, videos occasionally very like every like few months he does a video and he did a video apparently either you know recently and 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 released it that that talks about the 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 claymation or it's like a stop motion series about rudolph comes out every year yeah, he, he does a commentary, that. a very convincing commentary about how Rudolph shows the worst in humanity on that series. Um, it's been too long since I've seen it. Oh, he just shows example after example of how they're just 
how all the other reindeer are just racist, mm. bigoted, just hateful, horrible, and how Santa knew about it the entire time because absolutely, you know, of course, Santa he's able to tell if people are naughty or nice. It's so he should know about his, his own ability. reindeer. So he right? should have known about his own reindeer exactly. Yeah. And so this commentary just talks about how Santa is evil because of Interesting. this, and it's 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 very funny. <laughs> I heard recently that Rudolph is transgendered. That wouldn't surprise me, sure, I guess. Let's uh, continue here. 855-450-FREE. Of course, you can uh, take control of the airwaves. In other news, a seven-year-old, oh, excuse me, seventh grader, uh, according to CBS New York, violent video games are drawing the scrutiny in the wake of the Newtown Elementary School tragedy. Some gamers are already giving them up voluntarily. CBS 2's Lou Young met one seventh grader in Newtown on Thursday who was gathering a selection of his personal video games. He was getting rid of them. For one reason, and he said he wants you to get rid of yours as well. Max Goldstein says, All of it is kill. Just kill as many people as you can without dying. Each one is what they call a first-person shooter game. Apparently game hasn't played Portal. In which the well, he's saying all of his games oh, are that way. The well, games stop buying those games, you dummy. <laughs> They're... They're among the most popular games. They talk about what first-person shooters are. Violent, engaging, and some say addictive. In the aftermath of the tragedy at Sandy Hook Elementary School, Goldstein and his brother decided it was a digital world they could no longer embrace. Goldstein says, I think it's really rude uh, rude and disrespectful to the families who lost children to play these games. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, if you go to their house and set up the game system in their living room and like, this is your kid that I'm shooting. With his parents' help, he's created a group called Played Out that uses the slogan, We Choose Not to Play. Oh. God. <laughs> this kid reminds me of uh, Man Cow. Why? Uh, well, Man Cow, you know, you know Man Cow has he's made- He's a talk t- show host. Yeah, to- he's a talk show host uh, out of Chicago who made tons of money by being a shock jock. Yep. And uh, he went and he made like the people's radio, like talk, whatever. He made some sort of organization for basically for censoring radio. Really? Oh yeah, he's like big. Went big into this. This is like two years ago, I think. That this he started this. I have not heard of this, and I, you know, I read all the industry publications. So yeah, that's interesting. How did I miss wow. this. Uh, wow, yeah. So yeah, just have to look up. Uh, what does he want to censor? Eric Mancow Muller. Yeah, but but what is he looking to? Oh, censor? he's everything. Like he want, just wants. He doesn't want any sort of like uh, you know any no, kind of racy talk. No on, more salacious commentary. Yeah, no, no, no more. Yeah. No more uh, using alternative terms like frack or something like that. Yeah, like, exactly. Like he's just he wants it as censored as possible. Yeah, I, I have to say that I was kind of surprised because I'd always heard that he was like a shock jock kind of morning show, uh, zoo, morning zoo kind of guy. And then uh, I heard he's like a, just a run-of-the-mill conservative. Yeah, yeah, he cha- changed and started doing – well, he started for a while doing conservative talk radio. I mean he essentially was run out of the, the whole shock jock thing a while ago because he just became a failure at it. Um, hmm. Something happened. It's like when, when, the, when the original fines started coming down with – Howard Stern, he freaked out. Ah, and changed sort of his game. Yeah, exactly. Well, and a lot of you know, a lot of radio show hosts did at that that time ran from from their careers in talk radio. They well, I remember what out. happened uh, when we were on the air during the, uh, the the Janet Jackson debacle. That was right. kind of what kicked it all off. 
the manager of the radio station we were on at that time, and you had a show on that station as well, <laughs> uh, Taste of the Goods, uh, she kind of freaked out over yeah. that. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and That's we ended why up I leaving, left that show. Yeah, we ended up leaving that station yeah. as a result uh, of Well, that. we, or I did, a lot sooner than you did. <laughs> yeah. uh, 855-450-FREE. You take control here. More about these uh, youngins deciding to give up their video games, and they want you to as well. Plus, we'll take your calls about anything. It's Free Talk Live. This is Mark of Free Talk Live. We've been witnessing a meltdown of the economic engine that powers our country. With a printing press tethered to Washington bureaucrats and New York central bankers, how can we trust paper money? For years, I've been buying gold and silver from Midas Resources, and you should too. Call 877-357-9938 for a free book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold, or go to gold.freetalklive.com. Again, 877-357-9938. 877-357-9938. Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight, 855-453. That's 1-855-450-3733. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts if you get on the line here. Uh, We've got at least another hour left as long as the world doesn't end here. Uh, So, by the way, tonight with you, it's Ian. And Johnson. I don't really think the world's going to end, but certainly a lot of people do. And if we manage to make it to tomorrow night, Daryl... Uh, we'll be bringing you the End of the World special. We're going to pack the show full of all manner of uh, End of the World nonsense. So, 855-450-FREE. Got a little bit of it uh, tonight that's, here. That's Daryl of FPP.CC, right? That's right. FPP.CC. <laughs> uh, we're going to go back to your phone calls here. I uh, want to make sure that, uh, well, we were covering a story about some young young men in the Newtown area, Newtown, Connecticut, who have started up a group called Played Out. They use the slogan, we choose not to play, that is, violent video games. Goldstein, uh, Max Goldstein is his name, he's in seventh grade, and his mom says, we hope people will drop off and destroy them. Talking about their games. (laughs) Adults are wondering why they didn't think of it first. Roberta Middleman, the boy's mother, uh, excuse me, that was the brother who said we want them destroyed. Well, you Mom, know, old video games would make a really great target for skeet shooting. <laughs> Mom said, it's just great. I think it's just great that the kids thought of something. <laughs> Goldstein said his goal is to reduce violent video games by a third in American homes. You can start dropping them off Friday. The first of the bins will go up at the Newtown Sports Academy in the morning. I'm sure this is horribly prejudiced of me, but I, I really, every time I hear him, I, I'm just thinking of him talking like this, you know, like, I think that these kids should really get rid of their video games, you know. <laughs> We've got actually video here. We probably could find out how they uh, how they talk. But let's go first to Bobby. He's in Lakeland, Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Bobby. Yeah, speaking of video games, today in New York, they banned uh, 12,000 people from online gaming like uh, Microsoft Xbox Live or uh, uh, War of uh, War Worldcraft, you know, but Blizzard, Sony, uh, they also uh, uh, participated in it for uh, sexual offenders um, that can't have an online gaming account. Oh, wow. What? That's crazy. And they, don't, they might not get a refund or anything. And, uh, so they, they hold on, let me make sure I'm clear on what you said. They took 12,000 sex offender names and cross-checked them against the online registries for Sony and Xbox and pulled their accounts. Yep. Exactly. Wow. 
So if you're a game manufacturer, what you really want to do is start accepting bitcoins. <laughs> well, they had the, uh, the well, no, they had the, uh, the the cooperation of Sony and Microsoft in this. Well, Sony and Microsoft, but it, you know, there, I'm sure there are a lot of other games out there that don't necessarily have have those types of situations. True, like and, if you, you know, have a uh, if you have a computer, a PC based game, frequently right. those are independent servers that are running, and there's no way, no centralized server that keeps any account information on those games. So you can go and you know play Counter Strike with anybody you want around the world, and no central authority is aware of that. So. It is interesting to me though that that Microsoft and Sony would cooperate in that you know like willfully say, oh, we're going to dump all these customers. Well, what do they what do they want to uh, right. be labeled as supporting sex offenders right i get what you're saying but um you know that's uh, it's gonna be bad pr yeah if sure somebody puts it out there that sony's protecting their sex offender gamers yeah if it's not safe for for you to play online if, if thinking you're not safe enough to play an online game i don't see why you should be out in society you should still be in prison yeah, I think it's ridiculous, personally. I mean, these guys, uh, the idea that uh, they're going to somehow use the video game system to commit a, you know, find uh, their next target. Well, apparently it's happened multiple times. Really? Yeah. World of Warcraft, especially. It's happened many, many times that they've so they, found their next victims through World of Warcraft. That's incredible. Many reports have, have had World of Warcraft ties. Wow. To sex offenders finding underage well, victims. they still be in jail, I think. Bobby, thanks for sharing that tonight. Uh, anything else on your mind? That's it, buddy. Appreciate the call. But, you know, to counteract that, I mean, I'm not saying that I agree with that. Because I'm just thinking, you know, again, like... Do they with, find, sorry, do they find somebody in their area or are they, are they traveling, you know, across the country? Across the country in some wow. cases, yeah. I mean, it, you know how there's been like these World of Warcraft marriages. Sure, where people, sure. So that, that has happened, but mm-hmm. that, it's also happened that, you know, you get like a 40-year-old guy that goes and finds a, you know, 14-year-old girl somewhere mm-hmm. halfway across the country and shows up and stuff happens. And it's just, wow. you know, it's it's a strange world. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you would think, though, that if, if somebody's a sex offender that they could also potentially find an outlet. And I know a lot of, you know, the real puritanical people really hate to think about this, but, you know, there there is something to be said for, you know, them getting their kind of fake fix, you know? It's like, if it's porn, you know, that's that's a fix for some guys. You know, that's their, their that's how they get their thing, you know, without having to go and do something real that's, you know, whatever, like... You know, I don't know. I'm just thinking: is there a way that they could satisfy their urge? Like, if we're if we're saying that it's violent video games have and have effectively satisfied some people's urge to commit violent acts, mm-hmm. why wouldn't the same be necessarily true for a, somebody who's got some kind of a sex problem? You know, couldn't they sat you know get their maybe they could get their satisfaction and have less urge to commit some kind of real. It would be interesting to look, and I'm sure this this must have been done. This study must have been done to look at you know the countries that have legal prostitution, for instance, and see are there fewer rape cases in those countries? You know where you've got the red light districts, and there's no shortage of available women who are willing to, and men who are willing to uh, sell themselves, sell their sexual right. services to willing buyers. Does that? Uh, do something to reduce the amount of sexual assaults and, and rapes. I wonder because I've always heard that rape was not really about sex; that it's, it's really about more power, about a power thing. And it, you're not going to get that from buying sex. It depends. I think it depends on who the you know offender is. I think right. it's probably about both, depending on who you talk to. 
Uh, but your thoughts are welcome at 855-450-FREE. Keith, listening in South Carolina, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Keith. Uh, yes. Um, uh, I, I wanted to comment on this. Uh, I, first of all, the, the boys in Newtown that are doing this, I think that's an understandable response under the circumstances, and I would be interested to see how long that lasts because uh, over the years I have seen similar things happen and, and, and youth and parents take similar similar actions and it hasn't lasted. So that would be Of my course it's not going to last. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a flash in the pan. I think it may, it may even be a, uh, a trick to try to get people to drop off their games so uh, these kids can find, uh, you know, kind of sort through them and uh, get some free games out of the deal. <laughs> well, well, having said, well, maybe, but having said that, I, I do believe that violent video games, although not the cause, because I believe there are a variety of, of contributors, do contribute. And I think one of the things is you mentioned uh, movies years ago, and you also mentioned the, uh, you know, being a violent nation where we, we had drawn and quartering. Well, that those drawn and quartering and... I don't know. Uh, Did drawing and quartering happen in the U.S.? Unfortunately. But uh, I think that it desensitizes, and there have been... You think what uh, desensitizes? Private, violence in the media? Violence in the media and violence in general. I, I think... You know, it's not just the issue of guns. These video games, they'll do, you know, it might be bombs next time. It could be someone poisoning a water system. It could be anything that, that you find in these games. I, I have to say, I don't know, I don't necessarily agree that it desensitizes. I, I don't think that fantasy violence is in any way related to real violence. I mean, just to give you a you know, personal example, I've seen plenty of violent films involving various different body parts being harmed in some way, shape, or form, the person being harmed, killed, etc. And then when I saw... You know, I'm sure you've heard of the, uh, the, the series Faces of Death. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of this yeah. classic uh, series that was originally on VHS back in the 1990s, which shows real, you know, what is ostensibly real uh, death scenes that were caught on tape frequently accidentally and when one of them uh i saw involved a guy like that had somehow had his foot semi-severed and you know you could see like the bones the axle of a car i believe i forget which one it was but it was so horrifying looking like you know even though i as a young person had seen all kind of violent movies and things like that i was absolutely stricken by this i mean it was just horrible to look at and that's oh, because I, it was real. And it was still on video. Right. Had I seen that in real life, it would have been even more uh, striking, I right. have a feeling. So to uh, to make one akin to the other, I think it's just not – I don't think it's desensitizing. I would tend to agree, except, you know, um, and I don't know how old you are. I'm 45 myself. I'm 32. Uh, but when I was growing up, the, the difference between when we saw these video games and we saw these movies – uh, or we listen to, uh, All right, hang on. I'll let you com- continue your thoughts here in a moment. We're going to get to uh, to you, Keith, in moments after the news. Coming up here, more with Keith. Your thoughts are welcome. 855-450-FREE. Is he right? Do these violent video games, violent movies, are they desensitizing people to what real violence is? Hour 3 is on the way. Free Talk Live. Why did you move to the Shire? I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. 
I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here. And I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com. Talk Live, launching into the third hour of the program. You can bring up whatever you would like. 855-450-FREE is the number that is toll-free, and it's brought to you by SACL CAI. With you tonight, it's Ian here. And Johnson. And don't forget, you can join us on our website. Just head on over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you will find waiting for you there. The main feature actually allows you to control the content of the site. So if you find something online that you think is interesting that you'd like to share with us on the air, as well as the other listeners who are viewing the site, you can submit it as show prep. So you take the link that you found online, you submit it as show prep, maybe put a little description in there as well, and then it will appear on the upcoming stories page, where it must receive a certain number of votes in order to be promoted to the front page of the site. So go and get interactive over at freetalklive.com. So we go back to the phones and back to your thoughts. But for those of you just tuning in to bring you up to speed, we have been talking about video game violence, uh, violence in the media in general, how, of course, after a tragedy like happened uh, in Connecticut uh, occurs, it's inevitable that some people are going to come out and point fingers at the media, point fingers at video games. And we've got Keith on the line listening in South Carolina. There was a point that you were working on making before we had to go to the news break, Keith, and I wanted to make sure uh, you had a chance to get it yeah. out. So go ahead. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I work within the media myself, but I, I believe that the difference between 10, 20, 30 years ago, when we, these games were coming out and, and these movies were coming out, is that parents were more involved. Studies now show that past the 7th or 8th grade, parents are extremely uninvolved. So there's not... A lot of these kids don't have parents around to say, this is not real. This is imaginary. The person... Uh, this may look like a real person on the video game, but it's not real. You need to remember that. A lot of these parents are simply allowing video games to be babysitters. And I think if you had uh, more monitoring by parents... That's uh, nonsense. And all parents, I'm sorry to just jump in and disagree with you, but that's total nonsense. To- I mean, I didn't have any monitoring of my parents. My parents didn't even know. I grew up, you know, I'm 34 years old. And sorry, if you start saying games, about talk about games 30 years ago, Pac-Man wasn't exactly shooting things. You know, neither was Pong, neither was Frogger, neither was the games that came out, you know, actually you 30 years ago. shooting robots in Berserk. <laughs> sure, or Missile Command, eh? There you go. But, uh... 
you know, it, my parents didn't know even they didn't know I was like for the most part even whether or not I was playing video games. I was completely unmonitored, and I didn't have the desire to pick up a gun and go kill people. You didn't need someone to tell you that that wasn't real, right? I, I you know, I sorry think it, when I was shooting the the demons in Demos, you know, on on Demos, the moon of Mars, Doom. because I was playing Doom. I didn't think, oh, let me go kill some little kids. Well, you could make the argument that now today games are you know better looking than they've ever been, as close to photorealistic as they've ever been. I mean, they look better now, obviously. Than Let me they give did you a real example ago. of violence. Here's some real example but, of violence: well, kids wait, that go hunting. Just go ask kids. You know, ask them if you really think that there's any amount of young people out there that actually believes video games are real. What? Right. Try asking well, them. I, I used to teach, and a lot of them, and I worked with a lot of kids, uh, problem and non-problem kids, and they do, They there is a, a, a line that's skewed there um, that, you know, and that's where we, the mental illness needs to come in. But I remember when, you know, the Rambo came out, you know, um, you know, a lot of it, and a lot of this stuff comes out. These kids' parents. Well, I was telling someone today, as a matter of fact, someone one of the newspapers, uh, weekly newspapers I work with, that you know, my mom would say, "Okay, I don't want my kid playing in this game uh, when he's at your house. So either if you you allow your send my kid home, okay, so he's not exposed to that. If that parent did not honor that, then my mom said, look." Okay, you, you disrespect. You, we had an agreement. You disrespected me. I don't want my kid playing with yours anymore. There would be a stigma because it would get around the neighborhood, and it didn't make a difference whether the kid lived down the street or ten miles away. What I'm saying is that parents. I'm, I'm saying that uh, parents are less involved. What and, do you propose? I mean, what I hear you is outlining parents, but they're they're, they're no role models. Kids are using. Kids uh, are not using a lot of these. These are their role models. Some Keith, what is it that I hear you outlining a bunch of problems that you think are wrong with uh, society and uh, family units and all that uh, today? What are you proposing? What would you like to see change? What I would like to see change is I would like to see, rather than pointing fingers, I would like to see, you know, educators, business people, uh, people who create these video games. The elected officials, I would like to see a group of people from several different areas come together and and discuss what this problem is, because right now all you have is separate people uh, from separate areas pointing fingers saying, no, you created this. So you're completely no, you ignoring the ESRB? What? Uh, so, but I do think they they they, they do sensitize. And what do you want to see? I, I you want people to sit down and have a meeting. I mean, is that all you want out of this? What, I mean, are, what are you looking for? No, not 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 just a meeting. But I want to see a a continual. Uh, I would like to see a continual dialogue on this. I mean, so I a bunch of meetings. Columbine, <laughs> I remember when Columbine happened because my sister in law was a teacher at that school who happened to have the day day off because. She had a doctor's appointment, thank God, uh, uh, and the teacher that's subbing for her happened to be one of the teachers killed. So, I'm sorry so to hear I, about that, I, but I'm just trying to get a concrete idea of what you're looking for. You want a series I'm, of I'm meetings? Looking, you want an I'm, ongoing I'm discussion? Looking, yes, an ongoing discussion. Exactly. How is that going to solve think, the I problems you that you've identified? Is, I mean, is, 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 is a Keith, terrific start. Keith. 
if if what you're saying is true and that parents don't you know spend enough time with their kids, how is a series of discussions going to solve any of that? Well, because the fact is you've got the parents pointing um, the fingers at the video game makers, and you've got the video game makers saying, no, you're not spending enough time with your kids. And then you've got the politicians saying, this is about mental health, this is about gun control, let's make a law about this. And it's basically nobody's coming together. It's a lot of finger-pointing, and that is why for the past 15 or 20 years, every time something like this happens, there's a debate, there's a discussion, and then it falls away until something else happens and then someone else gets outraged again. I, I do believe that they do desensitize kids because now you have kids as young as 10 years old playing these games that are very realistic. But no, I they're not. They're not I, realistic at all. Have you ever fired a weapon? <laughs> well, have you ever fired a weapon? No, I've never had Then you don't know anything right. about what you're talking about. Right. Well, and thank you, no, by the way, for the I call tonight. I appreciate it, Keith. Right here who showed me it's a video game in which basically I mean, it's, it's like a real person, and these kids, people speak to, like you said earlier, see them through their eyes where the person, the, 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 the main Oh, so it would be much there, better if it was like Contra, where it's second person perspective. Of people, innocent people. Because that's what his orders were to do. Thank you for the and call he, tonight, Keith. Appreciate hearing from all you. All games yes. should be side scrollers. <laughs> there are some games where you play, you know, the bad guys, and some games where you play the good guys, and some games where you can play both sides, and there are various different scenarios. And yeah, of course, game companies want to make them realistic looking. They want people to be enveloped in the action and and feel, you know, they want people to feel for the characters that they've they've created. You know, it's funny but, that he brought up Rambo because it, it brought back, you know, it brought back a memory. Because I was like, wait, I saw Rambo in elementary school in the theaters. And I wanted to look up to see exactly how old I was. So Rambo first, well, Rambo first That's why blood you're was, so messed up, Johnson, was 1982. And I don't think I saw that one theater, no, so I would have been four no years way. old. But I, I definitely saw Rambo first blood part two, oh, okay. which came out in 1985 in theaters. So yep. I was seven years old. So I saw that and then Rambo three when I was 10. So no seven and ten, so messed up. and oh, I mean, now I have it's a desire to talk like this, you know. It's all his fault. This is what I want to do, you know. I learned from. from yes, movie. but did you play the Rambo <laughs> video game for the NES and uh, new Nintendo Entertainment System? Uh, maybe it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Eight five five four fifty free. You take control here. Take and bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio, podcast, satellite, webcam, and our live streams. But did you know you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere? Add this number to your phone, 213-493-0308. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Listen Lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 213-493-0308. That's 213-493-0308. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves here at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Your thoughts on anything you'd like to discuss are welcome, whether it's violent video games, the media, 
uh, anything that happens to be on your mind, 855-450-FREE. Also, uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies, that's what the readers of freedomsphoenix.com get every day. Readers of freedomsphoenix.com are constantly provided the detailed real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship we have with coercive governments. freedomsphoenix.com offers up-to-the-minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go now to freedomsphoenix.com and sign up for the free daily dispatch. Once again, that's freedomsphoenix.com. With you in studio, it's Ian. And Johnson. Let's go back to the phones and the fun. We'll talk ladies first to Helen listening in Ithaca to WNYY. Hey, Helen. Hey, happy holidays. Happy end of the world. <laughs> it's, we're still here. <laughs> What's on your mind? Well, we got less than three hours. Okay. Eastern time. Right. Um, I wanted to know what you guys think of, I know you're against big government, etc., but, um, you know, there's this big uh, snafu here going on with they're trying to solve the deficit problem. And Barack Obama put Social Security on the table, you know, in negotiations. And a lot of people who uh, worked for him, helped him get reelected, are very upset with this. Because even Ronald Reagan in 1984, his famous speech where he's saying, he's like, Social Security is secure, it's safe, it has nothing to do with solving the deficit is a separate trust fund, it is, you know, nothing to do with balancing the budget. Ronald Reagan, the Republican, said this. And Barack Obama is put it on the table. Well, it's not a separate fund. It's uh, money that has already been spent. There's no money that you put in Social Security that's still there. they, they, They borrowed from it, meaning they stole from it. And we have paid into it. Right, that money's gone. They haven't borrowed from it. It's just, it's gone. No, it's solvent for at least the next... 40 years. It's only solvent because people keep paying into it. The money right. that's paid out right now is being paid in right now. There's nothing that you paid last year that's still there. That's all gone. Um, everything, every penny they're paying out in Social Security is money they're oh. taking in right. today. If everyone below the age of 65 died instantly, there would be no money to pay anyone who was over 65. It would be just poof, gone. Uh, but, but people have paid into it. It's like an insurance it's, that's what you they want you to believe right that it's just not true yes you've paid into it but they have spent all that money that's, that's what it is that there are other ways of balancing the budget and solving the deficit problems such as excess surplus military spending that the defense department says they don't need they don't need the budget that they've been given so we can make cuts there i get what you're saying sure. i think I'm we spend like a hundred times whatever like every other government i'm, in the world I'm all in favor of cutting the military in fact i would advocate you cut it out entirely and allow each individual to decide how to provide for their own defense i'm not interested in paying for a, a you know a group of people that goes around the world uh, killing innocent yeah. folks uh, so, i'm not interested in i'm not interested in privatizing social security because wall street will just Money in their yeah, I don't want to privatize it, it either. Yeah. I, I, eliminate it? I just want to be free. I just want to let people make decisions for themselves. Yeah, Privatization yeah, is... Be rational. It's nice to be free. I'd like to go skipping around. I mean, I do. I, my life is pretty free, and I'm not rich, but I'm free. But we don't want to balance the budget on the backs of, like, disabled people. No, I totally uh, agree. We should sell off all the military bases around the world and use that to pay off Social Security. Done and done. Yeah. There you go. That's a good solution. I agree. I would support Terry that. Brown's solution. But this really goes to show you, Helen, that uh, you know you can't trust these politicians. Now you're upset at no, no, uh, at Barack Obama, who was supposedly oh, I'm not upset. no, he hasn't disappointed me because he's just the lesser of two evils each time. You know, ah, like, okay. I, I never thought he was a saint. You know. Oh, that's good. Some people did. Some people thought he was really no, going to bring hope and change. 
No, not not me. Well, good for you. You're very realistic about that, and I, I appreciate it. So I think we've come to agreement, right? Get rid of the military. We, use it to uh, pay off yeah, social security. Can I give you this number? Two, this is the White House, 202-456-1414. What do you want me Blam, to do with that? Blam. No, you, anyone who's listening can call and say, keep your hands off social security. Oh, I don't. It should you, not be on the table. I no, don't really, definitely don't agree with that. Don't call that number. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah, uh, call, to call no. them. I, I, you know, I don't think that the government needs to be taking care of people. I don't even yeah. think they need to exist. I think that uh, they're the biggest threat to our freedoms that we have out there. And uh, Johnson's suggestion is, you know, let's get rid of the military, sell all the assets the government has, use that to pay off everybody who's expecting Social Security, and then let everybody else at that point take their 13% extra paychecks right, home. Well, sure. Let's stop stealing from people. What it's not moral. It's not right. Little, uh, playground sandbox shovel. When you have the global warming, you have tsunamis, you have hurricanes, you have tornadoes. You need like to be orchestrated together to get things done. That's what yeah. Let's voluntarily do all that sure. stuff. That's when people, people can, do things best. Is when they're they're not being forced to gunpoint. People can organize themselves on a consensual basis without having some central authority decide making all their decisions for them. In fact, they organize themselves most efficiently when they're not being uh, done, you know, with some central organization. You know, it's like when the like for example, here's an example and you since you're talking about disasters like hurricanes and tornadoes and whatnot. Like in the the uh, the Katrina disaster when Walmart independently without any government authority telling them to decided to send water to the victims of Hurricane Katrina. Katrina and FEMA, the central government authority down there, decided to turn them away. Or how about when FEMA turned away the doctors that wanted to come and help out, but they hadn't filled out all the paperwork and gone through the eight-hour training or class? Or how about the union workers in the most recent disaster in the north, you know, with the storm, uh, when they, they, they decided to turn people away in New Jersey because they weren't unionized? Yeah. Well, so. this, that, Katrina, we had that Bozo Brownie, who was a judge of Arabian horses. I love horses. I'm an equestrian, but he, he had no qualifications to be head of FEMA. And oh, uh, it's just that one person's fault, right? It's that it's the head's no, he fault. The head. He was the head of FEMA. It doesn't and matter, he, Helen. He you can up. replace one bureaucrat with another bureaucrat, and the problems still are are a result of central uh, planning. The result of coercion. The result of the fact that the agency has no open market competition. They're, they are in control, and whatever they do is the right choice for them. But if it's the wrong choice for you and I, we're screwed because we're forced to pay for it. Google voluntarism. Hey, thank you, Helen, for the call. As always, appreciate it hearing from you tonight. You can change out the head of the, the bureaucracy, and that makes headlines. Oh, well, this guy's been removed, and he's been replaced by a new bureaucrat. But nothing's ultimately changed. It's not like that dude was making, you know, all the decisions on the ground. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't there in the thick of things. Right. <laughs> so it's ridiculous. It's like saying that the military is all of a sudden so different because, the, you know, each general gets changed out every few years. They're still a band of killers. <laughs> and meanwhile, we had people like Ray Nagin who were on the ground and making decisions down there, making speeches about how, you know, New Orleans is a chocolate city. Let's continue <laughs> so, here. And that, that, that was what people on the ground were doing, you know, who are central planners and in power and bureaucrats making responsible decisions there. Right. In the meantime, folks that actually wanted to help were prevented from doing so. Uh, and that's it's dis, it's despicable. Let's continue, though, with you and your thoughts. We'll go to Richard listening in Decatur to WBHP in Alabama. Hey, Richard. How you doing tonight? Hey, what's on your mind? Helen changed part of what I had, what I was thinking about, but going back to the whole desensitization issue, claiming video games are the problem. Look, I'm a southern white 
male. I've gone hunting. I don't care how many people I've had shot at or sniped on Call of Duty Black Ops. It doesn't make me any more prepared to put a shot down round and actually kill something. Any more than uh, five x stars on a rock band song makes me able to spread like a vibe. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Eight, we'll bring you back here in a moment. I know you might have had something else you want to talk about. 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control here. This is Free Talk Live. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, consider Keen. Civil disobedience, politics, media, outreach, and social events. Keen has it all. Get connected with video, audio, our forum, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want and do it toll-free at 855-450-FREE. We'll get you in here tonight because this could be the final episode of Free Talk Live. If the world ends today, and uh, today has already begun over in Europe, uh, it's now a good three hours into, uh, or two and a half hours uh, into tomorrow. So we're still here. (laughs) 855-450-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line and... Yep, I think I just felt a tremor. As long as, <laughs> as long as you mean like raboids kind of tremors. <laughs> as long as uh, the world stays together, we will continue promoting the Free State Project. If you want a chance at liberty in your lifetime, you gotta move together with other people who think like you do. So head on over to freestateproject.org and learn more about the Free State Project. It is still in the beginning phases. We're still in the early mover section. Johnson, even though you moved this year, you're still technically an early mover. uh, Because until the Free State Project reaches 20,000 participants, we will all be considered early movers. And the idea is to get 20,000 liberty-minded people all to move from all over the world, all over the U.S., uh, to the uh, to New Hampshire to get active for freedom. Although I am sad. that I thought that I would make it. I know you did your the first 1,000 project, yeah. right? And I really thought that even though I didn't sign on the first 1,000 project, right, mm-hmm. that I thought that I would really make it by the time the before the, the first 1,000 counter went over the 1,000 so that I would be really actually part of the first 1,000 because mm-hmm. just signing the first 1,000 agreement doesn't actually make you one of the first 1,000 Right, movers. you've got to move. So I thought I would make it. I didn't make it. Well, I guess it's a good <laughs> thing, though, right? Like you tried to get here as quickly as possible, but yep. more people came before you I'm could. I'm still within the first 5,000, which was the you know the original number to pick the to vote on the state. So Indeed. You know, I, may, I was in the first 5,000 that actually voted, and I'm in the first 5,000 that moved. So Go and get signed up over it. If you love liberty, that is. If you love the state, love uh, central control, as we were discussing with Helen earlier, if you think you know how best to run people's lives, you don't belong in New Hampshire. Uh, but if you do love freedom, then go to freestateproject.org and check it out. In fact, a great way to check it out is to come here physically for the upcoming Liberty Forum, which is happening February 21st through the 24th uh, in 2013. It's going to be a great time. Uh, you've been to a number of these, Johnson, and what's the best part about it for you, the Liberty Forum? <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> you can always do that with uh, people in this movie. But you, yeah, yeah, that's true. But it's it's nice to be in a hotel with a lot of people you don't see. You know, because people will come from all around, right. for the Liberty Forum, and it's 
you know, it's good to come come up and you meet a bunch of people, and it's kind of like Porkfest, but in a hotel. So, it's a lot yeah. of fun. It's, uh, you know, hundreds of liberty-oriented people all in the same hotel together. There's speeches, there's panel discussions, banquet dinners, uh, and it's really affordable, too. Under 200 bucks right now for the early bird price, and that includes the, the dinners. Uh, if you really want to save some bucks, you can go for the $100 ticket, and then you don't get to get in the dinners. But, uh, you know, it's 100 bucks for a weekend-long convention. That's an incredible deal. Plus, you can split the rooms with... Uh, other people and really say really cut costs right. yeah. uh, at this thing so go to freestateproject.org slash liberty forum freestateproject.org slash liberty forum great speaker is going to be there Corey Doctorow uh, Jeffrey Tucker Declan McCullough Tom Woods those are just some of the early announced speeches there's going to be more coming up and I'm sure we'll bring those to you as we know about them freestateproject.org slash liberty forum oh yeah if you care free talk live will be broadcasting live uh, throughout the entire thing so let's go back to the phones here Richard is back with us indicator uh, you were pointing something out I thought was really uh, a great point, Richard. You, you made the point that shooting a gun in a video game is nothing like shooting one in real life in the same way that playing the guitar uh, in Rock Hero or Guitar Hero or whatever is nothing like actually playing a real guitar. Well, I mean, that's pretty much the meat of the argument right there. I mean, yeah, okay, you might it might improve your eye-hand coordination, but it's nothing like having to handle the weapon, recall, any of that. You know, and so all these people, yeah, it might make you a little less likely to flinch the more realistic the blood looks, but that still doesn't prepare you for actually causing harm to another living creature. That's my two cents. I totally agree. I went hunting once, killed an animal once, and unless I have to for survival, I don't want to do it again. Now, survival is a different element completely. I would do things for survival that I would never do ordinarily. Mm Mm-hmm. But, and, you know, and then Helen brought my other thought to the front here. Um, Stop me if I'm wrong, but wasn't this uh, a purpose of our federal government initially to settle disputes between states and deal with taxation from a country-to-country basis, and that's it? Well, ostensibly, the purpose of government is to protect individual rights, uh, freedom, uh, your property, and that sort of thing. But, of course, we all know that in order for the government to exist, it has to violate your rights and violate uh, your property. But... You know, in theory, there were some real basic functions that the federal government was supposed to perform, and they've certainly gone far beyond that. Yeah, and that was kind of my irritation with, regardless of what side of the fence you're coming from right now, I had a good friend that I worked with who said, we have no political parties anymore. We have the left and right wing of the big government party. Spot on, Richard. Thanks for the call tonight, man. appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. Let's go to Christian. He's listening in West Virginia. Uh, to WVTS in Charleston. Hey, Christian. Hi, Ian. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, you know why I love Free Talk Live? It's one of the few places where you hear common sense, and I appreciate that. Well, thanks. Um, and they never let a tragedy go to waste, do they? Indeed. Uh, it wasn't a day later. You had the left wanting to ban guns. You had the right screaming that this happened because God isn't allowed in school. <laughs> and then you have uninformed then you have unintelligent, uninformed people like a few callers back who want to ban video games. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm the only sane person in the world anymore. <laughs> the problem is it's simple, okay? It's mental illness and a combustible element. Every one of these shootings, you have someone who has a mental illness, who has been pumped full of psychotropic drugs instead Actually, of getting the Actually, they discovered that the police reports are saying that he was not on any medication. Really? Yeah. He was not. Well, yeah. obviously he was disturbed. We can at least 
No doubt. Agree with that. Uh, he, the boy obviously needed help, whether it be counseling or what. And the mental illness in this country, it's almost like the family members shun them. It's almost like they're hidden away. You know, no, Tommy's perfectly normal. He's, he's just a little quiet. He's perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. And most of the reason, you know, they'll want to say, well, there's so much gun violence in America as opposed to the rest of the world. Uh, the reason why is the rest of the world, like Europe, they actually address mental illness. They fund research to help people. They identify people who have mental illness. And it's just, uh, again, it's a political power grab. You have everybody wanting to blame, you know, it's causality, it's video games, it's this, it's that. Well, with that same mentality, let's ban water. People drown. Let's ban cars. Uh, again, and finally, Ian, I mean, what video game did Hitler play? That, Ooh, that's, yeah. that's basically it. Let's, let's find out what all this guy did and let's just ban absolutely everything. And basically, it's already illegal and, more importantly, it's immoral to commit murder. You know what the best argument that I've heard so far on this whole thing is – you know, why weren't there any calls for bans during the uh, Kent State Massacre? Mm, yeah, because the government massacred those people, and that's, oh. it's okay when they do it. Good points tonight, Christian. Anything else? Uh, well, yeah, basically you want to talk about they want to establish more gun-free zones. Gun-free zones. And again, where do all these tragedies occur? In schools and hospitals and, and movie theaters, places where people who want to inflict the most damage and inflict the most carnage and not be stopped, they go to where no one, no law-abiding citizen can stop them. And I just really think that common sense needs to come to the table. I appreciate you taking my call, and I'll continue to listen to Free Talk Live. Glad you're out there, man. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Plena the Elder calling from our hometown, or at least mine. You used to live there, though, Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, Sarasota. In Florida, listening to WSRQ. Plena, you're on Free Talk Live. This is uh, Plenty the Elder. Yeah. I'm Plenty? just kind of chuckling here. I'm I'm pushing 60. I recall when I was younger uh, how a friend of mine's uh, sister, his mother, they had a big Beatles record burning at the Baptist church. Here, <laughs> so, you know? I mean, nothing changes, you know, and... Yeah, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Stand by. If you've got more thoughts, I'd love to hang on to you here. So we'll be back with you in a moment. 855-450-FREE. I'm still not sure what his name was. 855-450-3733. You can take control of the airways. Maybe that's what we need, Johnson, is another burning. I mean, they're collecting these games in uh, Connecticut. (laughs) Maybe they need to set them on fire. That would not be healthy, fumes. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love. But make sure you give five bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we share with you on our site. If you like the show and would like to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. You go there, you'll find links to Amazon, and those Amazon links will take you to either Amazon US, Canada, or the UK. You 
click on the right Amazon for you, and you will have the regular Amazon experience that you're used to. It's just you're entering Amazon through our affiliate link, so Amazon remembers that we sent you there, and they'll send us a cut of the sale. It's the same great prices, same experience you're used to. We're just getting a cut when you enter through shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop.freetalklive.com. And we're going to continue with your calls here. Uh, and I don't—I totally mispronounced your name last time. It's—can uh, you pronounce it for me again? Oh, it was uh, no study your Roman history. I was just saying, plenty, plenty the elder. He was from old plenty. days back in back in the Roman time. All right. So you were saying something yeah, about just, how you remember back in the day uh, they actually had a, 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 a I guess, a record burning of Beatles albums at uh, Baptist Church in town. The Baptist Church in Sarasota. I mean, you know, I mean, it was all over, and I can't tell you. I remember one time in college how we broke our turntable because uh, supposedly, if you could play your Led Zeppelin record backwards, it would say "Kill Mommy and Daddy." You know, but I never could figure out how to get the turntable <laughs> to go to go in reverse. And and lastly, uh, I mean, I I, I think. Uh, Boy, if I was the dictator of the world, I'd, I'd ban uh, crap like the Kardashians and the Housewives <laughs> or whatever in Jersey Shore before I mess with porn and video games, you know? I heard you, man. But obviously, people ought to be able to listen to what they want. But uh, And they you know, will. Whether right. they're banned or not, uh, people will continue to listen to and watch what they want. That's the thing that people don't understand for all of the arguing that they all do over violent video games. If they ban violent games, they'll just go underground. It's not like you're going to be able to stop people from programming violent video games. And indeed, yeah, as not, as tends to happen when the black market... will go out and buy them. <laughs> well, they won't, they'll, they'll have to get them underground. So they'll be available you know, through certain channels online, just in the same way that drugs are banned, but everybody can still get those. I was going to say, how about we ban the DEA and ICE? Indeed. That'd be a good idea, but it's just—I was just chuckling, you know how history always repeats itself. So, uh, thanks for sharing your thoughts tonight. I appreciate your call. All right, thank you, sir. Enjoy your show. Very good. Eight five five four fifty free. Colin is on the line in Virginia. Uh, Colin, how are you listening to the show tonight? Oh, I'm listening uh, over the radio. Oh, great. Which uh, which station? Uh, I'm listening to the uh, Charleston, West Virginia station. Oh, okay, great, WVTS. Uh, so, what's on your mind? Uh, well, you guys were talking about uh, violent video games and such earlier, and I am a 17-year-old who happens to enjoy video games, like many 17-year-olds. Indeed. And I find it quite ridiculous that people, you know, would go out and obviously f- uh, turn a blind eye and blame something that they know nothing about. Are you confused when you play video games? Our earlier caller was suggesting that teenagers need to have their parents around to remind them that, uh, in point of fact, Colin, these are not real people uh, that you're shooting in the games, and these are not uh, reality. Do you, uh, are you, have you ever been found yourself confused about that? Uh, no, not exactly. Now, a person who has trouble discerning with things might, but I doubt that. Now, I want to give an example. When I, I'm not really big into, oh, the great biggest thing, because in my opinion, that's just a bandwagon. Hey, why'd you buy Call of Duty? My friend bought it. Well, and uh, when I play Call of Duty, I see people, you know, hey, uh, that guy got shot. But in real life, I've seen pictures of people, I, I didn't want to, but people post stuff, and I've seen pictures of actual violence 
it's nothing like it's the way it's presented in video games. Yeah. You, have you seen the newest Rambo film? You talking about that earlier. That's one of the most realistic depictions of violence that, I mean, that I've seen so far. It was pretty in grotesque in, in certain scenes, as I recall. But now, uh, Maybe it's exaggerated, and I'm not for sure, but um, it's different. It's a complete different shock and factor. Yeah, I tend to agree with you on that point. Anything else you want to share? Um, well, uh, actually, I like you guys a lot. This is the first time I've really listened to you guys, and I heard you guys talking about, you know, those older games and stuff, and I think you guys are pretty cool that, you know, you're, you know about that. I'm uh, big to collect older games and playing them. Well, and um, I feel as a person who likes to play video games that I shouldn't be categorized into one view like, oh, he likes Call of Duty or he likes Halo. Yeah. Hey, I, okay, the games are great and all. But so I'm what, not kind, what game do you like? Uh, give, us, give us a game you're playing right now. Uh, a game I'm playing right now. Okay, I apologize for my, okay, my phone. Uh, screw up. A game I'm playing right now. Uh, let's see. Um, would be uh, Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. Is that a RPG? Oh, come on! You don't know Dragon Quest? No, I don't know it. <laughs> it's I, older. I, it is I know definitely older. Game. In America, until recently. Is it an RPG? Oh, it was like the biggest thing ever in Japan. But anyways, Dragon Quest is a fantasy RPG, kind of yep. in the okay. role of D and D. Sure. Good stuff, man. And, There's plenty uh, of games like that. I uh, my, I was playing an RPG up until recently uh, for the PlayStation 3 called Valkyria Chronicles, although it's more of a uh, strategy RPG and does involve mm-hmm. guns. Uh, but, you know, there are all so many different games out there, so many different types, and it's a huge realm. And I, I sure hope that these government guys don't do anything to come down on the video game industry. There's a lot of money in it, which is one of the reasons why they probably will target them at some point. Uh, because they're going to want to get a cut of that money, and ultimately, right now, you know, there isn't really a governmental regulatory agency for video games, and I imagine they would want to get some of those billions of dollars. There uh, is a private dollars. one, you know, and there it is right. enforced. The private one, it's actually enforced because they made a law based on the private regulation. Did they? I oh, thought yeah. the idea behind the SRB was that they wouldn't make a law. I think that they did, though. There's you, kids are not allowed, they're not allowed to sell to certain ages. All right. Well, thank you, Colin, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. I might be wrong. I mean, really? I, but I, I'm pretty sure. I'm, and I, I believe Hillary Clinton so. was behind it, right? I mean, there was a law that was made that they cannot sell to kids under a certain age in these stores legally. Really? I thought it was store policy. I, as I understand it, GameStop mm-hmm. has a store policy that uh, prevents it. Because I remember being in GameStop and being shocked when they asked to see identification to purchase a video game and inquired further about that, and they did say that it was their store policy. Now, that doesn't mean it's not a law, but it does, you know, that was their answer. Right. I'd be curious to find out for sure on that one. You know, it's funny. As I'm, as, as I'm thinking about these games, two of my favorite games are they're, they're some of the least violent games, and one of them is Portal. That's Which, a puzzle game, correct? Right. It's, it's basically a puzzle game. It is in the style of a first-person shooter game, and there is a gun in the game, but the gun shoots portals. It's a gravity gun or something. It's a gra- right? Well, it's a combination of a gravity gun and a gun that shoots portals okay. that, that are like uh, Einstein, Rosen, Bridges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are allow you, you know, you can put an entrance and an exit and like uh, transporter go thing. through walls, essentially. Yeah. But you not really necessarily through. It's just wherever you put an entrance and exit. They're like warp so, portals. Right, exactly. And so it's very, very interesting because you have to solve these complicated puzzles, move things around, get, it's essentially you're getting places in the game. It's very interesting. And then the other game that I really enjoy. I don't think I'd like that game. 
Oh, Portal is fantastic. I've yes, heard it's you really would. good. But you don't like puzzles? Yeah, I think you would like Portal. I like things that I'm go I'm telling boom. you, Portal is like an excellent game. I've heard Absolutely really good things awesome. about it. I just like games where things go boom and uh, <laughs> shoot things. Well, the other game, the other game, and it does does have some combat in it, but it's absolutely fantastic, and it's $5 today on hmm. Steam. It's unbelievable. Steam is a video game delivery yeah, system. Yeah, video game delivery system. This game is called Mirror's Edge, and uh, essentially you play this Asian girl who is a parkour expert. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a world where there's a, uh, a fascist government that controls the flow of information, and there are a class of people that have become couriers. They're runners. And what they do is, you know, these are all parkour experts that are delivering secret information by hand. Um, because the internet is monitored and you know everybody's watched, and so the game though the thing that makes this game interesting is that you know it's a parkour game, but they they did something where in the game you can actually see your hands as you're moving, but in a very realistic way. So it's like that first person perspective, mm-hmm. but in a lot of first person games, it's the hands and the way they show the gun and all that stuff is very weird. In this game, you can look around, you can look down and see your feet, you can look down and see your hands and your body. Huh. And what the game did is they found that people had a very strange reaction because the game actually triggers the human sense of proprioception, which is where you feel the the, the sense of proprioception is how you know how you can take your hand, arm and extend it and then touch your nose because you know exactly where your arm is and you know where your body is okay. at all times. Well, apparently this game was designed in such a way that when you're playing the game, it actually triggers that sense in your brain. And so some wow. people are getting sick and like Whoa. dizzy playing the game. Not not very many, but um, because they would get that sense. So they, you know, wow, and, and you're running across building tops and look down and suddenly you feel like, ah, I'm going to fall. Vertigo, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that game was called what? Mirror's Edge. Sounds cool. Yeah, it's good. Thanks for the tip. Johnson, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Hopefully uh, I'll get to see you again. Yeah. Because the world could end yeah. sometime between Never now know. and our next show. If we are here tomorrow night, then we know the world didn't end. Because <laughs> 7 o'clock Eastern tomorrow night is midnight Unless universal it's just a dream. time coordinated. We'll see you tomorrow, hopefully. Freetalklive.com. Later. Is there anybody you've forgotten on your Christmas list this year? How about ones that you, you won't see this holiday season? Are there friends or family that live far away? Do you know there's an easy and simple way to show them you're thinking of them this holiday season? You can send them a bouquet from proflowers.com. Right now, we've got a special of the Free Talk Live special on ProFlowers. is a, a beautiful arrangement of a dozen candy cane roses. So they're red and white roses with some uh, baby's breath in them, and they come in their own uh, beautiful vase. And you can send them you know, to anybody on your list who uh, needs some flowers. I'm sure that uh, you know mothers and sisters and aunts, those folks would uh, really love it. Girlfriends certainly would love the candy cane roses. Um, use coupon code FTL to get uh, the, this great deal. It's twenty four ninety nine, and you'll get a you get quite a bit off of the the regular retail price with coupon code FTL at ProFlowers dot com, and you can upgrade to eighteen candy cane roses in a you know bigger arrangement with gourmet chocolates for just ten bucks more. It's a uh, it, it's really stunning um, with them all together. Pro flowers are guaranteed to stay fresh for a full week. They're not the kind of flowers that are just going to show up and you know start turning yellow immediately. Um, you get your money back if it's uh, if, if that doesn't work out for you. So go to proflowers.com. 
or call 800-P-R-O-Flowers and mention FTL. When you go to proflowers.com, you look up on the right-hand corner, there's a microphone, um, and you just type in FTL there. It's proflowers.com. Click on the microphone, type in FTL, and the order expires on Midnight on Friday. Christmas is just a few days away, so go to proflowers.com, use coupon code FTL, or call 800-PRO-Flowers and mention FTL.